I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind, and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know, the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they used to bowl a kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. You're pinning words all like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room. Where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? Wakanda. Why am I looking at Linnell leaning back? You laughing ahead of time. Lean back. Lean back. I see you. I see you. I refuse to say anything that got to do. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. She's on board with the Black Panther. Not on board with that trailer. So it's okay. Infinity War trailer. Double thumbs up. Boy, we physically go in on it to tomorrow's episode, too. Well, uh, Black Panther trailer. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, y'all know how we do it on the Rat Room. <clears throat> on this show, we discuss entertainment, mm-hmm. TV, film, music, culture. But our focus is always screenwriting, mm-hmm. stories, craft, and shit like that. Eating strawberries. <laughs> always got something in your mouth, though. Mm-hmm. You always eat. Mm-hmm. Lisa Bolakaja over there. It's my the street nerd. Yes. <clears throat> What's going on? Why are you making noises? Because oh there's fucking smoke. <laughs> it's, it's, it's smoke. The city's burning. <laughs> the city's burning. The city's burning. Yeah, yeah so damn. everybody's pretty much messed up. Like, if you have any uh, breathing issues or asthma or Even allergies, if you don't, like, if you I'm pretty. Just, yeah, it's just bad. We're out here with these fires. Fire, everybody's. I wasn't clearing my throat to like be. Rude <laughs> yes, you are. I just was. The timing of it. The timing of it was suspect. You know what? That's a automatic nervous system response when you create that. It's not just like, oh, time is right. I suppress coughs. If I'm in a movie or I'm in, or especially if we're at the Buddhist temple and we're in the middle of meditation, I'm like, <laughs> yep. Holding it down. Right. But then that's a female Same. thing. Like, don't make noise and don't. Disturb other people. Right. So I'm just like, ah, have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that, Linnell, is that male entitlement? Is that what that means? I, It might be. Or just, you guys just don't, you guys just trash. don't think in terms of like, I'm affecting other people. Right. I'm, Maybe not as much. But if you, it's but, not an attack on you, look, Chris. Look, there's yeah, so but. much, there's so much, there's so much pressure. Mm-hmm. It's in your body built up when you have to cough or when you have to sneeze something like that to 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 hold that in. It might be dangerous for you. Yeah, it could be. I'm probably killing myself. <laughs> but the meditation is quiet. But the meditation Damn is still it. quiet. Right. <laughs> and the other the other sangha friends are able to have yes. a peaceful meditation. Right. So, okay. so it's so burning. So y'all hear her voice mm. over there, Linnell White, hey. writer director herself. Hi. Yes. How you doing? We ain't seen you in a minute. I know. I haven't been here. What July? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What? I've seen you guys like right. outside of the podcast, but yeah. We ain't seen them at so, some places. So, mm-hmm. can I just say this while well, well, Did you see the go. thing I t- No, no, this is good. No. <laughs> Did you see the thing I tweeted that go. that listen. <clears throat> Nichelle oh. Nichols is having a birthday. Party. Oh, wonderful. Really? She's having it at the Grove. It's right. a private dinner. You can pay, you can come and you can sit and it's a nice little dinner when thing at the is Grove. This happening? The 28th? Ain't nobody in town on the 28th. No. The 28th of December? 
Negative. Totally. So anyway, it's her. I think it's her 88th birthday. Oh god. So I've her. been I've been vast. I've been thinking like, oh maybe I you should, should go. go. You should go. You know, because I was like, oh I should just go ahead and just spend the money and go. Yes. Like, there's like a thing you, you pay for money and you say you can sit the table she's <laughs> at or you can be the birth. So I'm I'm thinking about I might be going to if, if the tickets aren't sold well, out. She's 88. I think she's 88 now. So she's gonna be 89. She's gonna be 88. Wow. I think 88. She's turning 88. Turning 88. Her 88th birthday yeah. party. Yeah. So she's going to have it at the Grove, at this restaurant at the Grove. Oh, so wonderful. And it's like, it's cool that she's that they're doing that, that you right. can come as a fan. And, and I'm like, oh, I should go how and get much a birthday card. How much are the tickets? Well, there was one. Like, you can go sit the nice table and you get the photo pack and all the stuff on oh, her. Yeah. And it's like for two people, it was like $500, which I think is worth it. Is it going yeah. to charity? If I was going to be here, I would have definitely split it with you. Um, I hope it's going to her. <laughs> Happy birthday So I have to look They had varying and, prices And like, many more Yeah right. one I think One price was like Maybe like $70 But basically It's in a restaurant You're there to celebrate Her birthday yeah. And take pictures It's just That's a once in a lifetime thing That is So I'm just I'm, I'm thinking about it Well I'm just glad it. Her health is, is good Because yes. you remember A couple years ago She had yes. a, a stroke Or yes. something along those lines And so, so. Yes yeah, so I'm just putting it out there If anybody's thinking about going You're a fan of Star Trek And Lieutenant Uhura Michelle Nichols, the first, the OG, the, OG, the original, right, yeah, the OG, right. the first, uh, the groundbreaker herself. Can I? I know we're still introducing people, so I'll, I'll wait. Now I'll bring up something that I want to get no, you guys' you opinion. Didn't introduce Chris. I was about to say, yeah, we got my man. over him. Go ahead. No, Chris nobody. is like Chris is Chris is. This is like you guys. You're like family. Like when you come in, it's like when your cousins come through. <clears throat> right. You know, like you don't even bother to like serve your cousins anymore. They right. know where the refrigerator is. You know why? Because they don't bring nothing. <laughs> <laughs> where my who? Where my chicken wings at and shit? I don't know, hi, y'all. Hi, Chris, Chris, Derek, everybody. Fucking, hi, hi. You know. You're cursing a lot today. What's going on? I know. I mean, I'm cursing a lot. No, it's like you're dropping like f bombs and. and what else is I cursing? I don't know. Like it's fucking smoke out here. <laughs> <laughs> I said? That's what she said. <laughs> I didn't say that. You, <laughs> rewind. Rewind the podcast. I didn't rewind that. I didn't say fucking smoke. Okay. If I did say fucking smoke, well then no. <laughs> You're so Such stupid. a potty mouth, isn't it? You're so stupid. <laughs> so if you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get it So in. here's a couple things. Uh, we kind of do our year in thing, but I want to bring up something that I read. I just want you guys' opinion on it. So I was reading in the trades. I might have been the trade. I think it was like the Hard reporter. I mean, you can call it a trade. I mean, you can call it a trade if you want to, because sometimes some of them, them articles would be suspect. <laughs> yeah, they are. They I'd are. be like, and they're, click, mm, they're clickbaited. Right. Yeah, it's like they're really clickbaited. So there was a thing supposedly that Quentin Tarantino oh, Lord. might be writing a new Star oh, Trek. I saw that. An R. They're talking about doing an <clears throat> R-rated. Star Trek. Right. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel. Either. And people would, jo- you know, black people was joking. It's like he gonna I make up. Never thought he of gonna make up that. some new Klingon names. Right. So he can, can put we, the N word in there. You know it. Too. Can we Jeez. leave the Klingons alone? Can we move on from the Klingons? I know. The new show, the Discovery right. show, mm-hmm. is the Klingons again. They have them. They've changed their prosthetics and they Every look totally they different. Them. They look yeah. totally different. Right. And I'm like, no, you're just messing up the continuity, the timeline. Everything. Let's just I'm get just some so new confused. aliens. I want can new we, aliens. Aren't there other worlds out here yeah. that we can you explore know, deal with? Mm-hmm. It's always back to the Klingons. I'm like, come on. Well, you know, it's interesting. They're trying to keep it on brand for the people, the fans to keep. But it's like, there's other worlds. But it's not on brand if you show me. Okay, there was Klingons and Kirk's era that looked like looked mm-hmm. like white dudes with some a little bit of paint on their faces, right? <laughs> like arched eyebrows, and that was it. They were right. Klingons. And then we had the Klingons, of the next generation. Where I was like, the wharf of it all. Yes. Okay, you got the ridges yes. on the head. Right. Okay, got it. That's right. the look we're going for. Right. right. Now and they now, now they had Greg Nicotero in there fucking with them. <laughs> now they got this whole other you know look, and I'm like, what I know. is this? Well, I know. But see. Uh, the look that Worf has, 
I think I think that's the look they the, they show that in the motion picture, the first film. Mm-hmm. Right, it was different, mm-hmm. which I thought was like mm-hmm. a very um, radical change. I was like, really? That they need to go all that out? I mean, mm. I don't know. What they needed something like the Borg, but they For don't. Real. They yeah. don't just because along um, along the lines of the Borg, but but different. Well, just I mean, it, yeah. there needs to be like some like major threat right, on exactly. that level. Because even when. <clears throat> They did the Romulans in the first J.J. Abrams one. They looked different. They yep. looked, you know, because apparently, you know, they're like, like they're an offshoot of the So they should look very similar to the Vulcans, but but it was different, you know. I mean, but it was enough. But it wasn't so crazy enough that we go, "What are y'all doing?" It didn't become a distraction. Yeah. And when I'm watching Star Trek Discovery, I'm just like, okay, you guys have pulled me out of the story because I know what the hell a damn Klingon's supposed to look like, right? <laughs> or what I've right. become accustomed to, and right? Now, and then if you're gonna do this, then well, the why? Right. Because there was some some. Talk and I don't know if it was the original series or the movies about there was a genetic mutation with the Klingons to sort of explain why it was they went from looking like white dudes with some with some garish face paint in the, in the original series to then what Worf right, looks like. Right, there right. was some sort of I don't, right. I don't know what show somebody out there super smart will know mm. what show it was or what movie where that actually gets mentioned. I'm like okay fine. Well, the the whole creed is what uh, <clears throat> infinite diversity and infinite uh, what is it infinite diversity and infinite. What is the word? I don't have it projects. No, no, it's, it's the Star Trek creed, the the creed oh. of Star Trek. I don't know. Infinite I, diversity and infinite combinations, something like that, where no one has <laughs> gone before. Well, there's yeah, it's that, but there's that whole thing with the um the it's the the Vulcan creed, which is like infinite oh. diversity and infinite whatever combinate whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Trekkies, y'all know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but we keep going back to the same. Yeah. The same ones over and over again. So I don't, you know. Well, I mean, look, I don't know. If, Quentin Tarantino. But do we need an R-rated Star Trek? It's not even that. It's just like, no. I, mean, I mean, if you did do it, I don't know if he's the right person to do that. I mean, I've read a lot of people are like saying, yeah, but he wrote some of the best lines in uh, um, Crimson Tide. I was like, yeah, he wrote lines. He yeah, didn't write he a story. story. Right, yeah. right. And I mean... And his last movie was a play <laughs> shot in 70 millimeter. <laughs> and I'm still... <laughs> Damn. Bitter. <laughs> but, I mean, but look, this, this is the thing. All he, that had me set up. It is dyna- I think I was going to see some panoramic 70 millimeter beautiful shots of the outdoor wilderness and like snow. One. There was like the opening <laughs> shot and then right inside and the building. And I'm like, inside. this bitch going to film, film the play yeah. and yeah. put his name on it and made us think that we seeing some. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> Yeah, and I then mean, some voiceover comes out of nowhere. Oh, let's not listen. even go there. Let's listen. <laughs> yeah. And not that you should always judge somebody by their Sir. past work. I mean, Sir. you know. No, but here's the thing. He said 11 coming on 12 films being produced of his original material. Uh, I, was he directed eight, but he said a couple other, you know, uh, True Romance right. and the Stone movie, whatever, Natural Born Killers, and then the other thing. And it's like, he's not demonstrated any kind of ability to understand something um, that's necessary for Star Trek in terms of like, there's a, there's like, mm-hmm. there's got to be a sense mm-hmm. of wonder yes. right. in the work. Right. And that's devoid of his work. Right. And there's got to be a sense of like, Appreciating humanity. There you go. And I don't right. think that's there you go. A, a, it's not a part of any of his work. Right. Yeah. And I'm not saying he has to do that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying artists have to do it at all. But, but that's the heart of what Star Trek is. But that's the heart of what Star Trek is. And right. it's kind of like, you know, you got to say to yourself, if Gene Roddenberry was alive, would he even want to have someone like Tarantino <laughs> touching <laughs> his stuff? Thank you. No, because he like, he's like, dude, you no. are like, the, like, his work is so. 
his work is so class and racially divisive right. that the, and and that's like it's in your face. Yeah, and and, and that's, that's the opposite of and that's what Rodman was trying and, to do. And, 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 and he was like, <laughs> "Well, once we can get past that, then we can get to the stars." Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, "Well, what are you doing? They're bringing in someone like that." I mean, look, he could do something. In space, I mean, some story he should Why are you if, doing if he wants to. Well, yeah. you, if you're Quentin Tarantino, can't you do um, like a sunshine universe. type deal or moon or right. you know something along those lines or Martian type thing? Don't why we need you, another Reddit? <laughs> why do we need oh. why, why Star Trek? Well, <laughs> supposedly there's a rumor that uh, they're going to do another Predator movie. Someone's going to write a new Predator movie, and they're going to do like uh, a Predator origin well, story. Filming it. They're filming. It's well, done. Is this it? It's already going it's, in. It's, it's already finished. It's well, uh, uh, do we need it though? An origin story. For Predator? For, for, for the, okay, the origin story is for Predator. The Schwarzenegger character or for the alien character? The Predator, the for monster. The alien. I don't think. And we were talking about this well, last episode. It didn't episode. even talk. We don't want to know. Didn't say a word. <laughs> no, it just, I don't want to know their origins. Right. I, 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 I'm not sure if it's the origin story. I think it's the, maybe an earlier time that they've come to Earth because it's like... Um, it's your man who wrote Lethal Weapon. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's Shane Same Black. Black. Shane Black, Black. he wrote and directed it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the Shane... <clears throat> It might be interesting to change. I, if Shane wrote I mean, it, and depending on what period, what time period they picked. Yeah, I mean, it's, Earth, it's a it team of people because I know that like Olivia Munn is in it and somebody else. So, so. this is before the Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think that's what I'm okay. saying. Like, I think it's the, the earlier time that they came to Earth because see, because there's a sense of in some of the later films or something like that, or maybe it's, or, or, or maybe even the 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 first film when they get on the the maybe it's the second film. It's the second film. You get a sense that that they. Had been to Earth before right. because there's like because you saw the artifacts from over time yeah that okay. they had you know, so, yeah right so right, 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 right it could be and, just, and so like Earth was like a hunting ground that they would go to here's yeah. a problem but, though <coughs> Pre- the, that Predator movie what year did that come out eighty seven yes ish around that mm-hmm. I'm exactly right with eighty seven yeah. yeah might be eighty six but I'm pretty okay sure anyway uh, ooh, ooh. so. That's very much of its time, though. Right. I don't know if you can duplicate that same sentiment now. I just feel like it's an '80s movie. Right. Well, we see, don't do Rocky Four anymore. We don't. I, mean, I, I just. Well, see, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would. But work that technology now. back then was so new with him blending, blending and in everything like that. that. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but the, the thing about movies from the '80s like that, those action films are. Those movies have this like. Fascination. It's almost like a fetish with guns and stuff, right? Like that. Right. And 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 which at the time made those movies kind of interesting, right? But you can't do that now because no. people jump on your ass like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. You got people Schools get, are shooting. People are shooting. shooting blah blah blah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I mean, it's, I mean, there's no, there's no. And also, uh, it was a certain perception of what masculinity should be. Right. Oh, big yeah. muscles and going in the jungle right. and right. your hair right. you yeah. most yeah. of down. Yeah, Jesse right. Ventura in there was right. an ex-wrestler. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. I mean, Death Wish, you, all that. Yeah. Well, well, but yeah. you know, it's funny. There's always that funny story. They say that um, um, uh, when, they're filming, when they're filming Predator, um, and Schwarzenegger comes on set or mm-hmm. doing prep, he's like lifting heavy. Yeah. And then the next day, Carl Weathers has got his own right. gym and he's right. lifting heavy. And then they all got to we all look fucking, because we all got to try to compete, look at the masculinity right. yes. thing. Yes. But, you know, but to me, there's no, there's no fucking way that if you look at the. No, F bomb. What's going on? If you watch the trajectory of those type of movies throughout the 80s, right. And then five, six years later, after that kind of like you know was at his apex, we start seeing these school shootings. Right. You mm. know? And if you start, yeah, right. there's a major correlation because right. you look at because if you look at the type of action films that were in the '70s, it wasn't producing this type of this type of 
uh, definition of what it of of what it means to be considered a man. Because we were coming back, and, a lot and, of our soldiers and, were coming and, back broken, and we weren't supporting them, and we were having a lot of issues, and there wasn't that whole idea of, oh, I want to be like the military buffed up. But in the eighties, you got to remember we had like the uh, our, we had like the Contra thing going on. Mm-hmm. We were doing all mm-hmm. these things and all these secret missions down in South America. Yeah. Guns are being traded, and then you had all these secret missions. And so if you look at a lot of those eighties movies, especially Predator, remember they're doing they're doing like a yeah. a covert thing going yeah. to a different yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah. They're killing the a, village, and we had a ton yeah. of those movies. But we also had some young people, Rambo like, and that. Yeah, because yeah. those are the guys who came up during that time who were pro- like Oliver Stone, right? Right. Those things. They were starting to process the stuff and realize, like, wow, there's some shitty stuff that happened. That's why you have Platoon coming out in 86. Yeah, yeah. You had all of these. Full Metal then, Jacket. Yeah. And, and then, Hamburger Hill. Yes. Yeah. And then it was like, yeah, guns. But you're talking about a generation of young people who are watching those movies who don't know what war is. No, mm-hmm. not at they all. They well, with the popcorn version it, Here's of it. the thing. Like, 1% of our population is... Is serving in the military. Right, it used right. to be different. It used to back in Vietnam, we had a draft, and so it touched yes. more people's lives. Yes. People have such a fascination, almost a like w- obsessive curiosity with the yeah. military mm-hmm. now, where it's like they think it's about guns right. and muscles. It's right. because of the movies of the eighties and the nineties. Yeah, and because they're also removed from it, right? Because right. your next door neighbor is not someone who served. It used to be we were in people's. Oh my god! Now Everywhere. I'm like this weird anomaly walking around. People are like, "Oh, what? Why? Really? Mm-hmm. What? What? What are you? What? Yeah. Right? You know?" And like for me, grown up here in LA, my god, in San Diego, military town, eh? right? But a lot of it, like everybody was like military. Well, we used to have more bases, right? More in, in more cities, and right. So it was like, okay, you knew the guy down the street, right? Who served or whatever, and it wasn't such an anomaly, and you didn't have right. that weird. I grew up on Moffett Field, right? And yeah. see, what's right. crazy now is, is that you, you say that now is that yes, there is an anomaly that we don't know people who served yeah, there's no sense of veterans and stuff like that yet we've been at war for 17 years yes. Yes. 17 years yes the longest war yeah. in our country's history right. it's, it's actually the longest war since the 30 or the 100 years war yeah. okay wow. yeah wow <laughs> 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 what the hell is that? <laughs> it's an entirely volunteer force. Yeah. So, so Becky mm-hmm. hasn't had to think much about it. She right. Been affected. Right. By it. <laughs> Becky can bake her muffins and right. like mm-hmm. go to parties and do her thing. Right. It's like she's not touched by it. Right. Right. And that's going to bring a different reaction to in terms of people watching these films. And like you said, having this gung ho feeling, and now we're getting all these murders in schools. The other thing is the first places. person shooter video games. Yes, I'm tell RPG right now, playing that Bond, games. That James Bond 007, um, you remember when it came out on Super Nintendo? Yeah. That thing, every male I knew was playing that freaking game. Yep. Dead and Doom and Castle I, I, Wolf and Star. I, I, I played it a little bit too. When they had a Star Wars version of it, some yeah. sort of first person shoot, I, right. I was like, all right, I'll dabble. Right. Right. I'll dabble a little bit. <laughs> right, right. But I was like, mm, this is a slippery slope. Yeah. I see where this is going. And now we've got Call of Duty. Right. All yes. these video games are really. And they tell stories. And yeah, and you're engrossed in, right. in the world, right. Right? right? You can't get out. Like, I'm in the shit. Right, no, you're not. You're yeah. in and your then it's mom's like, basement, and it's in your own. Yeah, and it's like a false. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For all the West Coast people, what's a the basement? They don't know what that is. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> <laughs> you dig a hole under one. your house. Yes. Remember on Afton, yeah. we had a we had a basement. Yeah, you dig a hole on your house, and that's where you play the video game. You have a couch down there and a right. TV. Some video cement, bitch, hey, you sneaked, you sneaked a little person down there, make out. Uh, right. 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 No. Hey, so it's, it's, it's interesting about basements. The, the the actual reason why there's not many basements or hardly any basements in California, nothing to do with earthquakes. It's the speed that they can build a house. Mm. 
was, there was I, the, the, like there was someone I, I read some article about this. Is that if you got to build a house that's got a basement, you got to build, you got to dig up the yep. floor. Right. You got to yeah. go down further. And you have to go yeah. down further to right. build the foundation. You can't just come in with the plywood. Right. Stuff. Yeah. And, and that, yeah. with now, just like you know, we just put like a couple feet of concrete right. down, crib mm-hmm. up today, right. and they're building tomorrow. Right. You know, putting the little pylons up. It's all about Money the speed. Talks. Yeah. yeah, not about Money talks. Because on the East Coast, they got three thousand square foot freaking basements and shit. Oh, yeah. It's like crazy. Yeah. yeah. A whole nother little okay, apartment down there. A whole nother house, bitch. To it down there, yeah. <laughs> we had a but huge that's why you entertaining. I mean, right. you know, we, that was I mean, when... Like, I mean, like, we had one, two, three, four rooms in our... Four separate rooms in our basement. Yeah. We had a pool table in one of the oh, rooms. Oh, well, right. you guys were... You know, we were, like, kind of balling. You guys were... Was, you know what? We, the room with the pool table had a fireplace in it that ran... Okay, room. y'all was balling. I, mean, I was... Well... I was up with all this, man. It was... I mean, like, at the time, I didn't think anything of it. You yeah. know, because that's... You know, we moved to the house when I was, like, five. I was right. like, okay, this is what houses are like, you know? Right. Um, but as I got older, I was like... You know, people have basements, but they ain't no fireplace in the basement. And they do it now. You know, I mean, oh yeah, they do it now. Yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you got your little bar set up, and you've yes. got your man cave, and you yeah, got your right. little fireplace. And your 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 what they call it, the uh, the theater room. And yeah, yeah. Theater, yeah. And then you, yeah. and you put the pellet stove in the basement. I'm talking yeah. about in the Midwest because I lived right. in St. Louis for so many years. Yeah. You put the pellet stove in the basement. It heats the whole house. Heat rises. Wow. Yeah. So you do that. Wow. I'll save you some money. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, take less. How do we there. get on that tangent? Can we go back to a couple episodes ago? Right. Lisa finally got saved oh, damn. on this, Chris, on you, this hey. Chris situation. Yeah, she got saved. Tell the kids who don't know. What happened? So <laughs> the spirit came down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, basically. Come no, on, Jesus for, moment. For years. <laughs> for years. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, I will take this drag. Like I will take this dragon. Chris Evans. Oh, no. He's not <laughs> it at all. Chris Pine is my guy. He's better. Of course, none of us ever debated <laughs> Pratt. You know, we're like, who? whatever. Who? who? <laughs> 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 it wasn't even a contention. It was always about those two. <sighs> and I don't have anything against Chris Pine, to be honest with you. I think he's a fine actor. Hell or mm-hmm. High Water is phenomenal. That was yeah, one of the best right. movies I saw yeah, last year. Yeah. But, let me put it like this. <laughs> Chris Pine is a guy you take to the party, right? Damn. And you go and you have a nice time. You have you have conversation. You let him fill you up but, a little bit. That's yeah, <laughs> but the guy you're going home with but at Chris the end Pine of the night has bedroom eyes. Is Chris yeah. Evans? Listen, Chris Pine has those. Look, this is the my big bushy the thick eyebrow. eyebrow. Look, dude, I'm a sucker his for dad. thick right. eyebrows. His dad. And his dad, yeah, it's back in the '70s. His dad was a looker back in the day. Right. But he's got those, and he's got there's just something. Chris Pine, he's got a sympathetic face. His, yes, if your car breaks down, he's going to mm-hmm. sit there with you, and he's going to tinker and make sure you're okay. <laughs> yeah, your car Chris down. Chris Evans would be like, call somebody. Damn, just drive by. Like, and drive. <laughs> I don't know if that's all. I don't know. That's not accurate. The guy can't play calf for years if he has no empathy for somebody on the side of the road. It's Come on. He can Come really on. chill. That's what he's <laughs> Chris, have a, he'll drive by in his truck with his dog. But <laughs> I'd be like, I'll call somebody for you. I'm, I'm glad you well, saw the, the light on this. No, listen. I saw the beard. And I'm not a was, beard. I'm not a fan of beard. It wasn't until I started watching I'm Vikings that my beard game, I thought, you know what? If it's groomed a certain way. But when I saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For Infinity Wars. Yeah. And then he came out, they said. Came out the shadows. He came out the shadows with, the beard. with that beard. Right. And it wasn't just the beard, it was also the look in his eye. It was right? the look. Yeah. Like he could snatch a bitch up. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all, finally, y'all finally got it. All these years I've been talking about it. Y'all finally yeah. freaking got it. I'm like, I've been, I've been on the train for six or seven years now, and you guys are finally. You know, uh, he finally, I, I, he's finally, he's grown into a man. Is that Thor? 
that no, I know. Oh, why am I thinking about Thorfinn? That's that's Chris Tim. That's oh, the other Chris. Were, we're not, yeah. <clears throat> no. So so Evans. Cap. So, oh right. Okay. So he's come up into the rankings a little bit. He's he's now side by side. Mm-hmm. He can come to the cookout. Well, what annoys me that. is the man's <laughs> been wearing a beard in a lot of his movies. Some of his indie stuff, he has a beard. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, but it's, it's, it's kind of raggedy, though. If you actually it's follow that, raggedy. you haven't seen it. Beard. You haven't even it's seen it. So don't pretend. Go seek it out. <laughs> not just it's say, raggedy. you can go find a deeper it's work. Raggedy. Get in. Mm-hmm. When he was in Sunshine, it was like, No, not Sunshine. I'm talking about, he just had a movie come out called Gifted, and he had a beard. And then he directed a movie called Before We Go, and it's a little quiet indie gym. He's got a beard. He's had puncture. Was this really indie movie he did? He was a lawyer who was like taking on the hospital system. Yeah. Wasn't he in um, the Iceman? Yes. Yeah. I don't know if he had a beard or like a goatee type did thing. Something. Okay. But uh, what, what annoys me is that trailer comes out and all of a sudden I look at my timeline and all these women are tripping over themselves because they got their panties around their ankles trying to kind of trying to get you know, out. Sometimes I'm like, no, that happens. No. I've been there from listen, the beginning. Listen, I'm that's chick, my man. I'm the listen. chick from around the way. Listen, this is like when you're back in high school and that freshman dude who you think, okay, he's a nice dude, but there's that one girl who sees beyond what the rest of us see. And that was me. And sometimes it takes that senior year for that dude to come through after some puberty done went through, some, you know, he done travel a little bit. He done, and that was the other he done had some little experience and he done come back. And when you see him, you see him, you're like, damn, Anil, you know what? I can see now what... Yeah, I have to. I had to admit he looked. Well, why you got the why you got the cell phone no, no, camera? The other thing, no, I, re- I want to read. I want to read a tweet to you in a second. Okay. But here's the other thing: is like I know he shot a movie in the Middle East just prior to doing that, or oh, at the same time okay. he was shooting it. So I knew he was going to have the beard okay. and part of Infinity War because oh, he was doing this right. movie about refugees right. and moving in the Middle East, like an indie movie he was doing. So right. I, was, I was like, I know he's going to come out looking rugged. Yeah. And you got it. And I got it. You, you know what? I got it. See, it's interesting because it's like there was a there was a a big. Um, stink about Justice League, right? Mm. So I, I don't know if you've seen the movie. Yes. You haven't seen the movie, but like I didn't know this ahead of time. But apparently, when they came back to do the reshoots, um, Henry Cavill had already been on another movie, right? And they mm-hmm. had to digitally alter it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he had a beard, I mean, a mustache, and they wouldn't let him shave the mustache off, off, so they had to digitally remove it. Made his yeah, face look funny. Digitally remove it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when he's talking... Did you tell when you saw the movie? Because I haven't seen the movie yeah, yet. Yeah. There's something just strange They said about like people, going were on showing, people were showing yeah. it and posting it up and showing how yeah, weird it looks. like it's this... Because they... And to me, to me, the other to film you. that he was shooting on, motherfucker, you... You know what? It's Warner Brothers. You could throw some money at them and say, you know, he's going he's gonna to shave the mustache and you're going to put a, you know what, a, uh, it'd be easier to put a digital one on than it would be to take it well, off. Right, right. Greg Nicotero can give him a real looking we'll one. Give him a real anyway. one. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. I, I, what are they talking about? I don't know. What maybe it was a contractual thing. I mean, maybe it was really in his contract that he had to have that damn mustache. That's what I'm saying. The people the people over at Warner Bros. should have thrown some money. Oh, I see. Um, to get out of contract. See, well, because yeah. they, they paid... Probably $20 million to mm-hmm. get that out, you know. To, well, did they, but were there reshoots planned? I mean, was there no, also a no, situation no. where they ended up having to do shoot research because it was a hot mess and yes. they come back and so, I already moved on this other thing? No, 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 no. What happened is, and a lot of people don't, is, I guess people forget okay. is that... Um, Reshoots are typically built in. Like you, the, the you, you build, do the, yes, you do the yes, main production. You don't want to do them, and though. then you build yeah, it. Right. But you, if you're properly you planning, build. you do build in. Like, hey, we're gonna do some pickup reshoots, right. Like in October, right? But the problem was is that Zack Snyder's daughter killed herself, right? And then it, that pushed things. and it, it put everything into like Got some it. weird kind Got of it. like 
Whatever. That's that's right. how this problem arose. Because yeah, right. yeah. normally you wouldn't have this. Right. Yeah. So anyway, to close up the Chris Evans conversation, let me just read this this nice tweet. Not from you. This is not from you, Lisa. <laughs> this is from. This, nice. But this encaps. This, this was like the funniest <laughs> one I saw. Encapsulates everything. This guy Caleb Doom. Doom. Caleb Doom. Hi, Caleb. Another Infinity War hot take. Chris Evans with a beard isn't playing fair at all. Mm-hmm. Dude, Finna, take my <laughs> wife from me through a movie screen. <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. It was hilarious. And then I think I tweeted. Oh, I saw that one. Finna. Finna. Yeah, he fin. And that's when I tweeted the, the John Travolta one. I said, right. so somebody said, yeah, people going to be going in, and then they go, wives is gone. So there's like a picture of John Travolta coming in for popcorn, and you see a bunch of dudes, and it's like empty seats. I'm like, right. wives are just going to be gone. <laughs> he's snatching people up. He is. You know what? I got to give him. He's and, and he's and he's part of the resistance, dude. He's he's like he's attacking Trump on a daily basis. Yes. Oh, he's flunking Trump. Nicely, yeah. you know, hey, all of them. He's right. he's going in. I have, Blame, I, have I have amended my ways. <laughs> I have seen. But, the, I mean, I've seen the light. But Pine is good, also. But there's there's a certain thing that Pine is good in, and right. a certain thing that Evans is good in. Yes. Well, to yes. me, I think that Evans has a sense of like there is something very heroic about him. Just his presence, you know, right. um, that feels he's he's. He's a step. Up, he's a step above a lot of people. Right. Not saying he's arrogant, but just saying he <laughs> yeah. just feels mm-hmm. like that. Right. And I feel that Chris Pine, he plays the. Um, I walk among you type. I guy. walk among yeah. you. I'm the every guy. I'm like yeah. you know. And there's, there's a little bit of self deprecation in everything he does. I mean, mm-hmm. he added that to Kirk. Mm-hmm. You see that when he's playing in Wonder Woman. You know the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like I mean, I'm not saying anything. I mean, it's no, worked, he's good. It works for him. Yeah, because it's because yeah. because it shows he's got to elevate. Certainly, I mean, because he, it's almost like the movies that work for him is that he's someone who's got to now, like, who's got to rise to the occasion. Right. Which I think with Chris, Chris, Chris Evans' movies, it's kind of like, I'm the Adonis and I'm taken down and then I got to rise back again. Mm, I feel, right. it's kind of see, just, just because of their own, you know. They're, well, they're physically it's, different. It's like right. the, the physicality, right. you know. Yeah, physically right. different, too. So, anyway, it's the end of the year. We've all seen a bunch of TV shows, mm-hmm. we've all seen a bunch of movies. Mm-hmm. I just want your top three movies and mm. your top three TV Shit. shows. Top three and if you can't movies. think of three, it's okay. Give me your top one if that's all you got. <laughs> okay, so top three movies are going to be... Oh, I already know his. Because um, <laughs> well, I posted this. <clears throat> yeah, you did. Top three movies are going to be Get Out, Molly's Game, and The Post. Mm-hmm. The top three movies. Oh, Molly's Game. And, and the post of Molly's game, I don't think it was out yet. So I don't think it was. Well, these are your top these three. These are my top These three. don't mean they need to go to the Oscars okay. and all that other shit, right? Right. No, I not necessarily. Mean, not necessarily okay. going to the Oscars. Just okay, your top th- picks. Okay, so. I, I, I mean, like, I think, I think that Idris Elba is going to get a best supporting actor nod for Molly's Game. Okay, he's. I mean, have you seen it yet, Lisa? Mm-mm. Outside okay. of his Beast of No Nations role, right. he's been the best he's been since. So since he's. He just keeps getting better. So he's recovered from Luther. that Showtime situation. Uh, I've forgiven um, him. Gorilla. He got, yeah, he got one strike. Because you know what I mean? You get three strikes and you're out. He got one strike for that. I think I think on but, paper it sounded like a good idea. And mm-hmm. you know what? It did. And you coming yeah. in as a producer. And, the execution of it all. And right. the problem is when you don't have black women <laughs> to behind the scenes to help you navigate Treacherous waters. Intersectionality. That's a perfect example when you have black men and it still didn't work. Oh, yeah. Well, because black men 
They such traditionally and, yeah. have not always been. And I would ask the same question Damn. of Detroit. Yes, that movie. Yes. Well, see, because see, because see, you know, because said from a black man. Yeah, it's interesting because <laughs> we were talking. We were talking earlier with Pilar about um, Sorkin and his speeches and shit like that. And there's a speech that that Elba gives in mm. Molly's Game. Okay. Just, just like, damn, dude. All right, you got all the 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 promise mm-hmm. that we've been waiting since Luther. So was that eight years now? Right. Uh, all right, there it is. There it is. <laughs> um, the post. <clears throat> this is the thing about the post that just shocked the shit out of me. Right. Uh, one is that the one that was her first script. It's the first yes. script. Tell, can you tell the audience what the post is? Okay. Liz Hannah. Yeah, yeah, name? Liz Hannah. So this is a this is a script that was on the blacklist last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was announced in December of last year. This movie called The Post. It's about the 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 three day period uh, in 1973 when the uh, the Washington Post has to decide if they're going to publish the Pentagon Papers because mm. the New York Times ha- had been publishing pieces of it and then they got an injunction by the Attorney General to say, you can't do none of that shit. Right. And the Post was like, we have three days to to publish this or the presidency gets to control the free media in the country because they're bowing down to the pressure. And it's timely. So it was a very timely yeah. movie. And it's and well, you know it's it, it's see the thing about Spielberg is I think people want his movies still to be these these mm-hmm. ch- these child movies that e. have come mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Think. But you know his last 10, 15 years, he's been doing stuff that's more along the the Frank Capra style right. stuff like that, like right. Lincoln, like Munich, Spy, Landing, right. and stuff like that. But just this movie is like if you know his work because I just seen the Spielberg documentary so go, go live, like living his stuff again right. and I'm like he still brings the <clears throat> magic to the filmmaking to the experience to when you're watching the story the great thing about this movie is although it's called The Post and you think it's about this it's really a woman's story it's all about Catherine Graham it's all about Meryl Streep because she's the one who, has to, who owns the paper now her husband right. just died her husband I mean it was her father who founded the post. So her father gave it to her husband, not to her, to run. And now she's got to run it. And now she's going to make the decision that's going to decide the free press for the America. It's such a... F- and, like, and, sh- and Meryl Streep fucking kills it. No, as really. Always. I've never... Oh, well, as always. No, 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 no. Because I've seen all her work in the last 15 years. But she's she's so good in this. Like, I mean, like, like, like you watch and go, I've seen your work, Meryl. Oh, no, I haven't. <laughs> 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 oh no, I you, haven't. You were sleeping. Huh? <laughs> We've been sleeping all. I mean, like, I don't, the last time I saw she her, she pulled something out of her purse. Yeah, because yeah, the, the, the last time I, I saw her do something like this was when she played the Iron Lady. Right. But yeah. but but even in this, she's better than that because the movie. I mean, both those movies are about her. But there's just and the thing also is that I've never seen Tom Hanks play against her. I never seen Tom Hanks play against like a really, really strong actress in a dramatic role. Like he mm-hmm. did it, you know, he did, he played against, what's her name? Um, Julia Roberts and that, that Larry Crown oh, thing. Right. It's like a comedy. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, no one, but it's like they Thomas have some, Wilson yeah, Affair. Yeah, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Crown. Thomas Wilson's yeah. War is a little more yeah. comedy. They have like Charlie some, Wilson's War. They have sorry. some really, really good scenes together that just, 
I mean, and Spielberg just does this little magic that's just like, like this is really great scene when they first meet and they're, st- and they're meeting for coffee. At the, they, have a, they have a ritual where they, they meet every day to meet coffee. And they're at this uh, high-end restaurant somewhere in D.C. And it's like, it's not, their conversation doesn't have cuts in it. It's just the camera kind of mm-hmm. like glides so subtly back and forth between like moving left and right to kind of reframe when he talks and her talks. And it's so like masterful. So that was that. And you know what? He fit this in doing post on Ready Player One. Wow. So, who, so, who, so who the fuck has those skills on a building? <laughs> right. And, and, and right. I, I about to put a movie together with Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep that post? no one knows about. Right. The post just came out when? It's not even yeah. out yet. It's not even out yet. Yeah. 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 It comes out in January. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Um, and then I, and the obviously, are, they, are they trying to do like something to get nominated for right. the chair? I think he's going to play he's going to play for a week in LA. He's going to play in the Select theaters and qualify for Oscars. Um and then get out. I mean, get out. Like changed a lot. Y'all ain't saying to kill yourself. Yeah, it's, you know it changed I mean? a lot about what we look at in right. cinema, what we look at in life, in terms of like how black experiences. <laughs> you know how it's you know it's fascinating. I mean, yeah. just there's you know people said so much about it, but you have to you know like it's kind of like what you could do with a movie changed. You know, four million dollar movie makes three hundred million dollars. Was it four million dollars? Get out. Yeah, which oh, is cheap. W- w- that's actually expensive for that movie. To me, it's inexpensive. But because it is one, basically one location in the yeah, house, so, right? Yeah. Right. But they shot the yard. But, but they yeah, use every inch of that house. Yeah. But to me, I'm I'm watching. There's I'm, also the basement. Too. But but I heard there's four million dollars. I was like, I'm watching. I'm like, where the hell they spend? How they spend this money? They spend this money. And I look at the credits, and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm, Bradley right. Whitford is going to command a certain. No, and, no, no. It's not, no. It's not even that. No. They shot in four different states. I'm like, why? Oh. Makes you no know, sense at all. You know, so whatever. But <laughs> anyway, but the, but but those are my top three movies. Right. Okay, Lisa. I'm trying to think because there wasn't. I'm. I'm. It wasn't really much. No. <laughs> for 2017, no. it really. You no. Know, I enjoyed Get Out. Um, uh, I am not your Negro. The documentary. Mm. I enjoyed. Oh, yeah. It's funny. I have a documentary too. And um, but I'm trying to think. But another one that was just fun, and it has nothing to do in terms of like whether it was like a bit. It was Girl Strip. Okay. Was really fun. Right. You know. But like honestly, is, is it was spark. I mean, it was not even, even some of the even movies Wonder people hyping was up. Good, but I can't say that's yeah, like it's not a top three right. type movie. Because I enjoyed when I saw it three times. I went and took different people to see it. But you it saw it three like, times. Wonder well, Wonder? I took different people to see it. Like my mom oh, wow. wanted to go with me, and then a couple of my friends. I read the it. script the other night, and I was shocked at Good. how many exclamation points there were. In really? It, mm. it was a. It was like the, that one screenwriting rule where right. they say don't do that. Right. It was filled with exclamation points. Yeah. I probably have two or three in my entire. Script. They had two or three per page. Wait, wait, wow. In terms of dialogue or in terms of the action? Both. 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 I only use it when somebody actually more so in the action, the more so in the action lines. <clears throat> yes, but I will say this: I, they're trying to make a point. They're trying to make yeah, a point. but you don't need them. That Just no, write in caps. I, 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 I right. write in caps. If Those are like my pick, but I'm looking forward to seeing The Shape of Water, and it's playing. It's going to be playing in San Diego Select City Theater, oh, so yeah, I'll, prob- so, I'll probably yeah. see it this this coming weekend. So I'm crossing my fingers. I'm hoping because Guillermo never disappoints me. No matter yeah. what he puts out, <clears throat> I'm always Even crimson, crimson, whatever. Yeah. Crimson I, I, you know what? I was entertained by that. Really? Even though it was just like, this is a hot mess, but you know what? <laughs> I'm still entertained. I, because I'm a Hiddles fan. <laughs> I love Tom and I, I love him yeah. and I can watch him in anything and just be entertained. And it's like gothic kind of stuff. I like, I mean, it wasn't house falling apart. You know what? I totally relate to that kind of stuff. And I just, I just like, how he just puts these goth, just kind of weird, strange, and so I was engaged. So it's not a great movie, but 
Wait, was that last year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, two years ago. Oh, 2015. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, speaking of like when you, movies came out, a couple episodes ago, y'all were struggling to remember when Civil War came out. And you were like, 2014, 2015? It was 2016. 2016. It came out last year. How many times did you see it? Um, well, there you go. I That's saw it why like you would know. three times. That's why you would know. No, but also, I mean, but I'm not the one screaming Wakanda every episode. First of all, I don't so, like that you know, <laughs> if you guys are gonna say Wakanda, at least know when the movie came out that who, jumped who, off that character. None of y'all knew. None of y'all knew. I was, I was with you in the theater when I saw it the first time. Right, 2016, and I enjoyed it. You guys, could, nobody on this podcast can remember like, a few episodes ago, and I was I, like, I, if I, I was a new listener, it feels I, like it was, was so was long I ago. On that podcast, yes, you were. I don't remember. And, and you kind of, you kind of. Yeah, like, well, well, that well, was I your don't answer. We're talking about fucking, so you know, I, I don't, I don't remember. So whatever. Anyway. I believe that one. So yeah. So those are my. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the shape of water might be, might be something I might want to change my mind on because I've heard great things about it, and I'm always entertained with it. So I, we'll see. Okay. Let know. I I don't have any. I don't have top three movies. I can't I, think of anything for TV. I, 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 I got three. Okay. <clears throat> I can say the thing you need to see, the best thing I've seen so far this year is not even a full-length feature. It's a short documentary, and it's trying to get on the Oscars shortlist. Okay. It's called Fear Us Women. Ooh, okay. Okay? It is about a woman named Hannah Bowman, who is a Canadian, and at the age of 46, decides she is going to leave her life in Canada and go volunteer to fight in the Army of all female, all female unit in Syria that's fighting ISIS, the yeah. YPJ. At okay. 46, she does this. And I saw, it's, and you can find, you can go to fearuswomen.com or it's also a Go90, uh, if you, oh, go if it's a Go90 film, they, they produced it or whatever. And that was some of the best 30 minutes I've seen in a long time. This woman's story of going over there. And maybe it's just because I'm a veteran and I don't often see female vets on, right. on but I got to see these ill-equipped young girls Wearing sneakers, they don't have money for the latest weapons, but they're out there fighting. Right. And she went with them. Wow. So, and the other thing, so you understand some context, the, the term fear us women is a tattoo that Hannah got because the ISIS gentlemen, if they're shot and killed by a woman, their belief system is that they go straight to hell. Really? You don't get you don't get to heaven. You don't get the virgins. You don't get any other stuff. You go straight to hell if a woman shoots you. So she has a tattoo that says "Fear us women." You know some other verbiage. We're gonna send your ass to hell, basically. Wow. Yeah. Wow. If you die, if you die by my hand, you wow. are going to hell. But sh- yeah, it I'm was here for that. It was. I mean, and I got to meet her after the screening, or whatever. Wow. Yeah, no, she's she's the real deal. Okay. Well, wow. Question. So so yes, is her story like who who, who shot it? She shot it with like GoPros and it's all organic. Like it's all her footage. Mm. Now they added in some archival stuff so you can get con- right. context right. on who's ISIS and what kind of stuff do they do? Right. Oh yeah, they burn people alive. Like, you know, they add some art, but it's all her little GoPro. It's really organic. That sounds fascinating. Fear I think us women. It. Fear us women. What about you? Um, I have an interesting list. No, no. Don't, what? Oh, I'm like, you scared to say, say oh, it. Oh, I ain't scared. I'll fight the bitches. Okay, say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> um, not in any particular order. Okay. I liked I love Call Me By Your Name. Mm. I didn't see that. Mm. And I wanted to see it. Interesting. It's slow, but interesting. Mm. I've heard that movie's fascinating, and I haven't seen it as well as on my list. But I yeah, we, we got to interview the director. Can you tell the babies the what the... Director. Can you tell them what the... Did you, um, did you, was you the WGA screening that it was like on Friday a couple weekends ago? I didn't go, but... Um, no, why, why we you did our own screening. Oh, uh, who's our own? The, <clears throat> the Writers Guild, the uh, LGBT community. Oh. 
We did a screening at the, um, used to be the Limley. Now it's the AMC, whatever. I didn't mm. even know it. Oh, oh, it used to be good. When it was the freaking right. Sunset Five, right. we had yes. $5 Tuesday. Right. Yes. And that's gone. AMC bought it and, and changed it. It's, 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 it's terrible now. Yeah. I don't even go in there now. I thought it was the, the, the Robert Redford Sunday. It was. It now was. it's something new again. <clears throat> and it's all redone. It's beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, we got to, uh, um, it's a story about um, a family that lives in, I think they're in south of France. Italy? Is Italy? It Italy? Italy. Italy. Same thing. Um, <laughs> same <that> for Lisa. <laughs> and and um, the father is like some big professor, some whatever. They have this big, beautiful, you know, estate. <clears throat> and an American comes over, and it's Army Hammer. Was it fine? So, <laughs> it's Army Hammer, and he comes over, and he fall. They fall, and he fall in love with the young, the boy. Who I didn't know was like a Hammer Hammer, he, like Hammer Museum yeah. type. Hammer. I didn't yeah. make that connection all right. at all because right. his name is Armand, like. The Armand, yeah, or Armand. No, but like Armand Hammer, the yes, baking soda. Yes, that's them. The family too. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why. It's, that's why it's Armand because it's Armand is, right. is his name and Armand. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. and his, his nickname is Armand. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so they, wow. um, so they, they have they developed this relationship, but it's so interesting how it all happens and the I've, intricacies. Look, look, and that I'm gonna movie, see that. I've, I've What's the age between them now? Uh, it's it's like he's 18, supposed to be like 23. He's, like, he's supposed to be 23, 24. Army, right? And the kid's supposed to be like, like 17. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mm. So it's a little uncomfortable at some times. Oh, because he's underage. Right. Supposed to be. Yeah, okay. But, but he's not. But he's not. But he's really underage. But he's but 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 Army Hammer's like college age essentially. Right. The other kid is like. Maybe he's a baccalaureate type age, right. so it's not like it's. But the kid is. It's not like a fourteen-year-old girl in Alabama. No. No. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the right. DA, <clears throat> but the kid is amazing, <laughs> and so is Arnold. Um, oh, good. I, t- I don't have my second one. I okay, can't, so I can't okay. think about which. But my documentary is something we saw. Which is called Chasing Train. Oh fuck yeah! That was Chasing awesome. I have another documentary I'll throw out. Chasing, Chasing that was Chasing fucking what? awesome. Chasing, Chasing train. train. Okay, that was. Amazing. I did an AFI. See a really good uh, Samuel Dave, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, documentary. That was okay. that was phenomenal, and it'll mm. probably be on PBS. Right. Okay, that seemed to be who was sponsoring. Okay, and I can't remember the name of it, but Sammy mm. Davis Jr. Sammy by, Jr. documentary that was fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. yeah. I mean, Chasing anyway. Train. Tell them, tell them what Chasing Train. Okay, is. so Chasing Train uh, is this documentary about John Coltrane. And it's fascinating because it doesn't, <clears throat> because it doesn't go over his life in a way that uh, you'd expect from a documentary. And it just takes the stance of, you know, his his, his music is 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 Coltrane. Right. His, his music is not jazz; it's his own thing. <clears throat> and it's fascinating because the movie opens up with this kind of like the credit sequence is like you're in space you're in this mm-hmm. all this kind of you know supernovas and stuff like that and it's really cool because it's like that's the power of his music like right. it's this tra- it's this transcendental type of music and the story kind of takes you on this 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 journey to get you mm-hmm. to explain how he got there does it have uh, Alice Coltrane in it too, or uh, mission? Or is it just fa- basically focusing just on him? It's got like it, 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 yeah, it, she's, in she's in it, but she's dead though, so there's no interview with her. Oh, but there's no, there's, I mean in terms yeah, of oh yeah, she's her. in it. Okay. his first wife is in it, Ema, his, yeah, his like, like like two of his three kids, his stepdaughter, some of his bandmates who are still who are still yeah. alive mm-hmm. are are in it. I mean, you know, 
brother probably yeah, pushing Common ninety and, and um, Common and Bill Clinton is in it and and, and, and Cornell West Cornell, is in yeah. it. Um, Cornell dropped some bombs. No, it's some real. <laughs> and, I mean, it was really great. Is there's like some there's footage in there that uh, you know of the of the Alabama church bombing right. that you've probably never seen before mm-hmm. because he the guy John was it Hurstfield that his name. Um, he had he 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 wanted to go and make sure that he found footage. And that, I got to interview him. He was that really had cool. never been seen. And there was some there was some stuff that C, he said. I think he said something like, <clears throat> "I might be wrong," but he said like CBS shot some stuff that they never even developed. And so, but 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 it was listed on like a on like a sheet of stuff mm-hmm. that was okay. shot, and mm-hmm. that's what he got. And he, oh. and he had them develop it and restored it. And I was, it's such fascinating. He found yeah. some stuff of Coltrane and like the later part of his life when he was um, uh, rehearsing in the studio with color stuff that no one had ever seen. Right. Um, it's fascinating. Right. Fascinating. Mm. You know. Yeah, so those were my movies, and I'll jump to TV, then you can start. Back to well, okay, I, I looked up the name of that Sammy Davis Jr. document. I've got to be me. I've got to be it? me. Okay. At AFI. Okay, right. And so it'll be on PBS. Okay. okay. Um, because it, what it got into also was how Sammy was ostracized from the black community, because right. remember for a time, well, I wasn't, their, I wasn't alive then. He married that white woman. Well, it wasn't just that. He was down with Nixon. Wow. He was like uh, oh, buddies really? with Nixon, oh, okay. yeah. shaking hands with him, yeah, going yeah. like... Being in his fence because Nixon was trying to re- get into reach the black community, and he thought Sammy was his vehicle. The other thing Sammy did that pissed a lot of people off was he went over to Vietnam to like you know just meet with the troops, you know, talk to them, see mm-hmm. how you're doing. And people took that as like, oh, you're supporting the war, right. right? So there was a lot of like up and down with his career, but I mean, it's worth seeing just for the end where Sammy Davis Jr. he got honored in I want to say early '90s right. by like ABC did a special <clears throat> like you know. Maybe it's ABC. The special honoring him and people performing. Well, Eddie Murphy was hosting the mm. show. It was like an hour long special. Oh, I remember this. I remember Eddie this. Murphy hosted it, but then Whitney Houston was there. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, and then Michael Jackson, like all these people that we've lost. All right. You know, honoring Sammy, and then Sammy gets up and tap dances with Gregory Hines, and they're kind of like having a tap off, if you will. Yeah. I remember this. And Gregory Hines is just like, "All right, I, I'm, I'm done. You got me." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, Sammy Davis wow. Jr. still had, it. and then he died maybe like a month, a month later. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was. I've got to be me. That's worth watching. Mm. I remember that special. I they go into that. like, yeah. the, it's, it's, it's a documentary about his life, right? Yeah. Did they yeah. go about his Cuban roots and stuff? Because a lot of people don't realize he's of Cuban descent. Yeah. No, I, I don't recall that too much. Yeah. But it, there was a lot Black with Latino. Sinatra and the, the Rat Pack, and <laughs> yeah. even when he lost his eye, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was a lot. I mean, he grew up. He was one of these kids that was like vaudeville, like you right. know, mm-hmm. like dancing. Way back. Like, he was the, a kid. one person show, right. yeah, and he was just like. Remember singing years and ago, I read all his biographies. It's just, I mean, just fa- and of course, super talented. And of course, when uh, we when we recently lost, um, oh man, when we sat that spent the whole day. Oh, why is his name escaping me? So many people have passed on. Prince? No, he played Benson. Oh, Robert, Robert Guillaume. Guillaume. And when we sat, remember the story that he told us about Sammy when he was doing... <laughs> Look, Lisa and I went to Robert Guillaume's house. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was the best. We were there for out. We had Four so years fun. ago. Three and, and a half. We had three and a half years And we ago, hung right. out, and he, just, he right. was just telling everything. Right. And oh. with John Wesley, shout out to you John. Did you record yeah. this at all? You just we like, did. Yeah. We did. However, I think it was one of the best, one of the best episodes ever. Man, and I lost all no. of the sound, all of the sound. I, I tried everything. It's a tragedy. <clears throat> it was a mess. 
It was one of those moments yeah. where it's like we got the pictures. Yeah, but, but it, it was like so. Okay, <laughs> maybe it was meant to happen. Like maybe it was just meant right. for us to hear that. Yeah, and just and you guys can now talk about it. Talk yeah. about yeah. But when he talked about the time he walked in there and Sammy Davis, I guess uh, Robert Guillaume was getting ready to audition for something, and he was on tour and he went up and Sammy came in there and said, "What? What did he say? I forgot. What's this? What is nigga on a?" Who's this up on the stage doing this thing? And it was just like this, these moments, those off, those things that you only people who have been there right. could hear that. And just his reaction when Sammy was seeing him on stage doing a thing, trying to figure out who's this dude, right. who's this cat up here on stage trying to do some tap that, trying to do some dancing and singing right. and stuff like that. It was just it it's was almost like rivalries. And yeah, stuff. it was yeah. like this way yeah. and how they traveled <clears throat> to here and did all this stuff. And it's just being a kid and reading the biography and then listening to Robert Guillaume talk about him and just. And just, I mean, I mean, hey, we lost a treasure of Robert Young because the stories right. he was telling us about black vaudeville, mm-hmm. the stuff that mm-hmm. our artists had to go through to right. perform and to give us this platform. And and you had to kind of hold their feet to the fire because, like, <sighs> you know, at, at a certain point, it's like, I'm performing here. You guys are filling, filling the seats, but you're still making me come through this color interest. Right. That's yes. just going to stop. So he finally yes. put his foot down. And yeah. Sammy Davis and, Jr. And was the one black artist in Vegas early on. Yeah, I was right. like, all right, if I'm out here with... Right. Frank and Dean and whatever. Right. I'm not coming in that other door. Right. I want I want the suite on on right. the right. penthouse level. And remember, right. and Frank Frank and them were the ones who backed them up. We're like, yeah. no, we're not yeah. performing if you don't let them right. in. Yeah, but yeah. I was just gonna say this. Let me apologize. Right. Remember, Robert Guillaume talking back to him played Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Yes. Okay. He's one of the best years. Phantoms they ever had on right? Broadway. Yes. Ever. He was yes. one of the best ones. Yes. Is that what you about to say? No, no. <clears throat> I was gonna say. You know, I remember there was a story where. This is something I saw on, on um, Harry Belafonte. He was saying that he went to Vegas one time, and they they wouldn't they he wasn't allowed to swim in the main <laughs> pool. Right. He was, it was some you know, and then some of these guys, mm-hmm. you know, these mm-hmm. Sinatra types, something mm-hmm. like that, said, um, "We're not going to perform if if he can't swim in the pool." It's just interesting. What, Somebody what, has to uh, do that. All the ways yeah. don't change. There's right. little stories. I mean, there, I, there's a story. I don't know if it's true. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was in the Miles Davis but, uh, the autobiography he was saying one time he was with Charlie Parker Charlie Parker Saint, they were in St. Louis they weren't going to get paid I think Charlie Parker like, peed on the, the manager or some shit <laughs> like Miles that. Davis just, was from just, East St. Louis just, yeah, just, yeah. Just, 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 just some shit like that like yeah. you know what you going to pay me here's some piss because I don't want to get <laughs> just you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but just like, but that's like, but, but but that's how angry you're gonna get if you you make a lot of people a lot of money, right. yeah. And if you're not getting a, a yeah. nickel, you're gonna be you mad. You still right. still treat me like some shucking and jiving, right. you know, vaudeville act. Like no, no, no. Yeah. So what I'm, about what I'm about, on the marquee? What about our TV? So TV mm-hmm. now, mm. I'm really picky about TV. Mm. I mean, I'm picky with everything, but mm. so I like when I. You have to remember when, 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 and all of us do this. We all write all damn day long for the most part. By the time you come home, <clears throat> the only thing you want to do is chill. Right. So if I'm gonna turn on something, I need really to be able good. to turn it on to where I am not thinking. Mm. I'm not going what page we on. I'm not going that. What dialogue was that? I'm not saying the dialogue with them, which is the worst fucking thing oh, yeah, I need to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can figure it out. Yeah. I want to be taken on a fucking ride. So my first show, in no particular order, is Billions. That shit is smart as fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. In my Co- opinion. Koppelman <clears throat> and Levine are yeah. two of the smartest right. in the game. Right, right. Yeah. It's, it's a good just, fucking show. I wish I could, I mean, it's just so smart yeah. to me. I don't know. I can't even touch it. Well, and then, and the reason why they're so smart, honestly, it's not just because, like, they're writers and people are like, oh, yeah, so they, they know a lot of literature and right. whatever. They're smart because they're everything. <clears throat> if you listen to Brian Koppelman's podcast, he's one right. of my favorite podcasts, mm-hmm. he can sit down with anybody. Right. 
and from music, from journalism, from finance, he can sit down with anyone and, and know enough to have a really artic- right. articulate conversation and right. know what questions to ask that he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So he's not every man. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he knows just a little bit about everything. I think right. every writer needs to focus on that. It's not just about reading scripts and it's not just about like, you know, writing every day. You have to be out living in the world, experiencing things mm-hmm. and, and gleaning from it. Right. You know? Well, right. yeah, because that's where. That's where all the really cool stuff comes in scripts. When you mm-hmm. know someone's got he's got some, there's some insight, there's some right. line, there's some little piece that you go, yeah, you, you know what? You were hanging out with someone who, yeah, you saw that. Or I mean, it's you know, there's a it's something I can usually tell when I read a script, and I'm like, you didn't make that up, you saw that, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's I don't know what it is. There's just something about that. Um, I like that show a lot. Kaufman was in the music business for the longest time. Like Mm -hmm. he was, yeah, he was like an exec at at one of these big music companies in New York. And he never left New York. That's another thing about the guy I like. (laughs) He stayed in New York. He's like, I'm doing my thing out here, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing the LA scene. I was like, I respect that. (laughs) Okay. So my second one... Mm -hmm. Is, and I'm gonna get a lot of slack about this one. Why? No way. Just because it's, it's what you like. It's edgy. It's you, I like, like edgy shit. Like. It makes it takes me back. At least in my opinion, it's a little slow paced, but I like the ride that it takes me on. And it's just so. What terrible. is it? Damn it! The Deuce. Oh, the Deuce. Okay. Have you guys seen that one? Mm-mm. No. You're Jake good. Gyllenhaal, not Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Ma- Ma- Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie, yeah, and, she's good um, in everything. She's yeah, she's phenomenal. What's his name? Is it about the porn industry? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's just so. You would think I'd be watching it. Really? I really thought you'd be on. I, that you one. know what? Is, is it, it is HBO? On HBO? HBO? Yeah. yeah, I don't have HBO. So good, so good. Um, and, and, and the pimps and the so whores, the, the cops, the messy man, plays and everything like that. If porn industry or or it's about the origins of how the porn industry came. It takes place in like Simon, It's all like in fucking Times Square. Oh, 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 oh! Now I know. Now I know. Now I know what we're talking about. Okay, got it. Got it. Surrounded with pimps and whores and all this. It's my type of show. And when that was when porn industry really took off because that's like they're going to have theaters. They're going to run all day. And triple X, and, right. yeah. Okay. I'm not ashamed to say that in San Diego, when we had our Pussycat Theater in downtown, I was there for the last. Went there a couple times from the last year they actually had a Pussycat right. Theater because it was like that was like the big <clears throat> thing. And mm-hmm. back in the old days, I remember and I remember my mom and my stepdad <laughs> and our neighbors. Like, no, 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 not me. Of course. Not me. I'm saying I remember them. I remember them getting dressed and going out to go see the Devil Miss Jones. Right. Deep Throat, right. where they was getting dressed. Right. Late furs, <laughs> mama, mama, mama has straight hair, but she put on the afro wig. Right. Mom, you didn't even be putting no afro wig. You know your hair t- did not match your skin tone or whatever, moms, please. That's but crazy. I remember, and it wasn't until years later I realized, like, where were you guys going to go say? Oh, blah blah blah. And of course, you don't, moms don't say it, but of course, my stepdad would tell everything. He'd be like, Yeah, we was going to go see Deep Throat after we saw y'all. Took y'all's. Yeah, we spent the weekend. Took y'all to go see Jaws. So we right. went out to go see, and right. I'm like, What? <laughs> And right. I remember that was like the big thing when we were old enough to go into the porn place. Right. And we went in there and it was like, yeah. And of course you realize it's not a big whoop. They're just sleazy places. Right. But it was like the name, Marquee. It's like, this is the last year the Pussycat Theater's going to be up. here. And some of them last for years. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this yes. is about Maggie Gyllenhaal. Debbie did Dallas like yes. over right. and over yes. and over. Yes. Like how much is she going to do yes. Dallas? So this show is about Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal plays like a... 
you know, mm-hmm. low life street prostitute, but she runs her own business. She don't want none she of the pimps. Right. She have a pimp. Yeah. You know what I mean? She was. And, they call her. They call her a renegade, an outlaw. Right. Mm-hmm. And she goes to one of the girls can't go to go do a scene in one of these low budget movies, so she asked her to do it in exchange. She gave her some money, whatever. Oh, so that Viking went, shit. Yeah. So she went <laughs> and was like, "This is like very corny." And then they did the scene and they paid the money. She's like, "That's it." And she found herself watching them when they're directing, and he would just be like, "Action." You know, just totally bored. And she was like, we need to move the camera. We need to do something else. So she starts becoming the one mm, who interesting. becomes like the big person who made those movies. I'm going to have to watch this. <clears throat> so, I'm going to have to watch so this. So at the end of the season. But let me ask you this. Because I don't, if stuff gets too graphic sexually, I don't. I no, don't. it's not. There, it's, I'm going to be honest with you. There's some moments where like the pimps will slap the girls because they put no, them sex, off. No, sex is sexual. There's, like, there's, uh, she's raped penises? by somebody. Oh, God. Um, it's. Okay, then maybe not. Yeah, you it's, see penises. It's not like Game of Thrones oh, yeah. type of type of like like wanton sex. Like it's not that. If somebody I mean, tries to rip, she beats the shit out of them. It's, though. It's, okay. it's, I mean, it. look, okay. it's it's not it's, <clears throat> it's not pornographic. This, you know, I'm, I mean, it's graphic yeah. and it's and there is violence, sexualized violence, but it's not pornographic, right. and that's why I I think it I'm, works. A, I'm gonna give away one little thing. So mm-hmm. Maggie. When the the director doesn't show up, everybody's sitting mm-hmm. around the set. Oh, you put a Brian Singer. Okay, great. So she says, <laughs> she's like, and everybody's starting Damn. to pack. She's like, wait a minute, why are we? She's like, why are we packing up to go? She's like, fuck it, uh, get the camera, do whatever, you know, pull the camera over here. And he's like, uh, bring uh, the fluffer. So she starts directing, <laughs> and she realizes that mm-hmm. it's feeling flat. Oh, but yeah. the guys are just like pumping, like nothing's going on. And she's like, no, 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 no. The problem is. She's not enjoying this because you're not doing anything right. So she starts having a conversation with them. Next thing you know, they're fully in. The guy comes like it's like yeah, really like a really hot moment. You would like it. It's a really hot <laughs> moment, and it changes I, hey, the tone of how those. When I was to nineteen, become. one of my dream <clears throat> jobs. You want because, to fluff? No, I want it. No. <laughs> did you say you want to be a fluffer? Fluff no, I did not say I want to be a fluffer. Uh, <laughs> when I we used to get Cinemax, uh, and I saw when oh, the, soft little, the soft porn, mm-hmm. I wanted to be like 19. I thought, you know what? I think I might want to make female-driven, like the story of oh, like soft porn, like women-centered story porn. Is a good book. It's like great sex, but because as a kid, I was watching, I ain't gonna lie, I was like 14, 15, when you started getting those first HBO right. things, and when you didn't get it all the way, mm-hmm. and sometimes you get them free weekends, <laughs> and then that, it was like, what? And I was like, 12 o'clock, you know, mom would be out, and right. I'd be like, up, like, this, this is, well, this is not like the hardcore stuff my stepdad has with the Hustler magazines, right. mm-hmm. but this is like, so, this could be, and there was showing a lot of European stuff. Because right, they're telling mm-hmm. like a little movie. And I thought, this could be a type of cinema that I could do, because I I was really thinking like some of that shit was just really bad. Right. And I was thinking, you got to have people talking and because people when they have something more believable, more believable. It's not the fake stuff. It's like the stuff and it's for women. A lot of it, it's the, it's the mental and it's also the hearing, the sound. You know, guys, it's mainly like the visual and they're just doing their thing. But for women, it's like that whole mental game and that, that talk where you say some shit and you talking and that shit. And I was like. This is a job for me, but I was in San Diego <laughs> and I was nineteen. So you could have drove up here to L.A. They were shooting some. I probably could have, especially but back then they were really doing movies. Yeah, I didn't like have it. a car at the time. Mm-hmm. I was nineteen. That's right. You can still do it now. You can still do it now. You know, I probably could. I'm probably a darn good erotic. <laughs> you can do it now, director. Something I probably could. Yeah, like with your phone. Because a lot of it out there just <laughs> caters so much to the male gaze, yeah. right? And it's like there's some great stuff that's out there. And see, I actually don't. One of the guys who doesn't like porn. 
There's a I couple. Because they don't shoot it the way I want to see all, it. It's all, you know. It's, it's, right. There's an artistic there's, way see, of See, you know it. what? There's a couple of women. I can't remember some of these women's names, but they, they, I'm, uh, they're female directors. They're ex-stars mm-hmm. uh, right. recently, yeah. and they, you know, have a very, um, I, I, someone's told me that, that, that they're, that they can still charge money for their work. Yeah. Because, you know, the, the, because the work that's aimed at men, there's no money in it because it's all of it's free on the internet everywhere, right, you know. Right. So Bottom it's, fell it's out, very, right. mm-hmm. but this, these female ones are able to still make their money out of it. So because there's it, a niche, there's a niche, market. and the yeah. people who who want to see it will pay for are it. not are like yeah because I want something that's not it's not just crap of yeah. like you know this Gonzo kind of I'm chucking this girl ah yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> you know it's just, like, it's just like what the yes. fuck you know um, <laughs> when I was a kid like. What is? Where's the story? You gotta ask. There's, uh, there's magic. What's, why are these people? Yeah, why are these people doing this? Where's? Yeah, it's like where's the? Because I came over with the mail. And right, you right, right, here, right, and, right. You know, right. she's right. the house. And you were taking a shower, <laughs> and you came to the door with right. you know, the washcloth on right. the shower. And you were washing so slow. So that's it. So, and it's you turned around so, and didn't right. put the washcloth behind you. So now no. I saw my opening. So you know, and you so, asked me to wash you. <laughs> so the deuce is where you said it, it kind of goes the a little deuce. slow at first, but then it's it's, it's, it's a slow. Okay, taste. It's, a, look, look, it's, it's definitely a slow taste, but the characters it's, are so well, great yeah, because okay. it's one of the things that 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 David Simon's really really good at, um, and it's what also what, what I don't say good at, but it's just this hallmark and it's the HBO hallmark that it's like I'm not going to give you this series hook. Until maybe the third episode, yeah. right? Hmm. So therefore, you got to go through two and a half episodes to really. Kind right. of, but, you, but while you're doing that, in this, you're meeting people with a right. lot of wild shit going on. Right. right. I mean, there's a really great scene. And there's where, a lot of characters. Yeah, there's and a lot of characters. I mean, there's, I like. there's a really, really cool right. scene in the pilot when Method Man, not Method Man, but there's uh, it's the the main black guy. Oh, right, right. Uh, and the and and the African guy. Right. Uh, they're sitting there at, at, in the bus depot, right. just having this conversation. Right. And they're having a conversation about a lot of shit, and then they're looking at women coming off the bus, and then they the finally, old greyhound, you know, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. And then they finally, you, see you can tell they do this like every Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just like they're looking for the fresh girl off the bus. It's really a really interesting little scene about there, and it gives them a sense of humanity mm-hmm. that you don't usually see when people are creating pimp characters right. and stuff like that. And then when the the girl, uh, okay. you know, and the girl from Wisconsin gets off the bus, and, right. the, and they have like a little bit. It's just interesting. I'm not trying to humanize pimps, though. I, I'm not. I'm not. Look, no, I'm no, not tr- no. I'm not trying to no, relate no, to him. No, not, no, like, no, no. But no, no, they're okay still bad. They're Trust still bad. Me, no, but here's the thing. If they were flat and uninteresting, you wouldn't right. watch the show. I probably won't watch right. the show that's anyway. That's why the show, like, to me, was, I mean, what, you, well, I mean, look, to me, it's it's a little hard to watch because it does make black people look really fucking bad. So, well, they have they have the cop yes, who yeah, represents. Yeah, they do. Yeah, right. the one, you, the you, one you cop, right. Anthony Gilliard, and the reporter. But right. yeah. but overall, you kind of like okay, this is you know black people they don't look like in a good light. Right. But it's a good show. I thought it was a good show. It's a really good show. Okay. So the last thing I would say, mm. we were talking about it earlier on the previous show a little bit. Godless is my new favorite show. I just fucking mm. love mm. it. Have you watched I, it yet? Mm-hmm. No, because someone stared me off of it because they said most of the dialogue is is spoken by the men. Mm. Well, somebody else was, was telling me because I thought Twitter. it was like a whole women cowboy kind of thing, right. and then somebody right. else had said that too. Yeah. They were like, "Well, there was a Twitter, there if was you Twitter. if you if you went in and thought it was going to be about these women being badass, well, no, there, there's certainly some there, talk. But it's not what you think. There are certainly some moments of talk where they're like, 
saying things like the women they're expected that they needed they need the men. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that, but there's a voice of 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 one of the women who is like the fuck sister. all of you, the sister, sister. Who, who dresses like a guy. She's like non-binary or what? She's non-binary. Non-binary, and she she represents the other side. So they do have a voice who speaks. Well, I kind of felt like I, my thought was I thought it was going to be like a kick-ass women running this town, and then it was just like people were like, if that's what you thought, it's not that. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, okay, I'll wait. Pass. I, I mean, I still. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll watch a couple episodes um, during my vacation and see. But, but give it, give it three. Give it three. What you think. Yeah. All right, I'll be fair. I'll give it. Four. Give it. Give it to you. I'll see give it the, four. Here's my give thing. Give it to you. See the, the buffalo soldier coming. Why do we have to give <laughs> things three or four? Because some things are slow paced. Well, no, this is why. This, because, no, this is why you have to give things three or four. It's kind of like what what Pilar was saying earlier about right. these mo- these shows are are now movies expanded, and it's basically like, you know, with most movies, you probably want to give it at least fifteen twenty minutes. But it, but if you're taking a two hour movie and stretching it out to ten hours, then that means I probably got to give it at least an episode because it's like the pilot of Godless. Was interesting. Some cool stuff was happening, and I was just. There was, was a big shift later. Like, was, you were it, right. Yeah, right. and I was trying to figure out, okay, wh- wh- what's this going to be about? Because it was, the, it was basically just moving chess pieces around right. the board, and then maybe around forty minutes in, forty five minutes in, right before it ends, there's some stuff. A couple scenes hit, boom, 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 and I was like. Oh shit! This right. is gonna be really good. Right. Yeah, the, and and part of it has to do with the woman, the, uh, Michelle Michelle Dockery, mm-hmm. the girl from uh, oh, so whatever the fuck, uh, the the, the Down Abbey. Right. Mm. She plays this um, this widower, this two time widower. And Ooh, two time, yeah, yeah it's just crazy. <laughs> it was rough back then. It was crazy, right. crazy right. you know. And Jesus, there's, and yeah. there's, Man, a, there's, was a, there's a moment when she starts when the uh, this the outlaw guy or the outlaw who the outlaw who betrayed it, the outlaw boss. He's talking to her about, well, how'd you get here? You got this farm. You got this kid who's you know, and 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 you with this and you with this uh, say like Navajo or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the kids half white, half Navajo, and she's like. What the grandmother, the, the grandmother, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's fantastic, and it's like you know she starts telling the story about what happened to her, mm-hmm. and then um, and he's and then and then it's like okay, so is that like the father of the son? And she's like, no, that's the that's the other dad, and that's, <laughs> right. and that's another story. And then right. she gets up and leaves, and you're like, okay, <laughs> right. now I need to know more about her. I need to know, and it, when you meet her, she's dope, because she's like right. shooting motherfuckers she's with a, a gun. I mean, she's like, she I mean, she's, she's no joke, and I just was kind of like, okay, but that scene, and those, and those next couple scenes about you know her and the baby and the snake coming in and shit like that. I was like, okay, now I see what the show is going to do. Now it's going to mm. be interesting, uh, and that's why you got to give it. I think okay. I'm going to I'm going to say something contrary only because I was inspired by I don't know if you guys know Javier Grio Mark's Watch. Okay, he yes. did a whole Twitter feed about. You get one shot. You get one episode. You come in like, tells me, like Debbie Allen. No, like you your, get first, one shot. your first episode should work. Yeah. And hook, and hook the viewer. It but, shouldn't be a matter. If you have to go three or four episodes, here's your argument. And I kind of agree. It's like your, first, your pilot doesn't work. Right, mm. but I'm only talking and, about getting, getting the story and getting the character. You don't, you don't have an hour to get no, but here's all the, thing. the characters. I was just over at called. Netflix because one of the things, part of the film independent program was you got to go over to Netflix right. and pitch. And one of the things they told us, they were like, yeah. We're kind of rethinking things a little bit over here because what we found is if you don't get that audience on that <laughs> first episode you. with the streaming situation, it is so easy for them to flip to something else or go to Amazon or go to Hulu I can because 
it's just it's too easy now. So sure. people aren't giving stuff three or four episodes anymore. It's They're like giving you ten minutes. Either you're hooked in you right away, ten minutes, and or down. you get what the show is, mm-hmm. or you're moving on to that. And so and they have a, they were tracking stats. This is one the, one of the few stats they did. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't give us exact numbers. This is one of the stats they were like, yeah, we're tracking to see who finishes series, and we're finding that people right. are not people finishing. are cutting off early. People yeah. are jumping ship. Right, right. So you don't have three or four. I'm gonna say you get them. 15 minutes in that first episode. If you yeah. don't, for the most not part, not going to watch yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, you got to okay. you got to get me with that. But certain shows, if they has a pedigree, like for example, David Simon, right. I have to admit, when I first saw The Wire, it took me like two or three episodes. Like I could figure out what's going Different on. Different like, times then, and yeah. But it feels like The Wire now. Well, like it feels, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I f- that's why I was saying like Deuce is David Simon, so. I, I mean, and I know, like with the wire, took the, I mean, he, the wire is the same thing. He's moving chess pieces, mm-hmm. and he's going to move all those in place, and then he's going to go, okay, here's and my that, next two and moves, that, and, and like, that works when it was it just HBO, then. yeah, but right when no. it only came on once a week, right, and you was paying your money and you sat your ass. There. I mean, but we are talking about that. a show that is on once a week, though. Right. Yeah, so but we're all super saturated with content right yes. now. Right. And we're taxed as fuck. And we and somebody's got to take choose. the kids to the freaking yeah. you know well, no, baseball park. It, it, like it, it, you don't have. I all can this bounce kind of from time. Amazon to Netflix. Or who yeah, you, you got to get me. Look, I, I get that. I'm not trying to defend what I mean. I look the thing you're saying. I think it's true. I don't think you need to wait to. Um, you should you, you should be waiting episodes. I think you can make it work. In the pilot, you have to do yeah. it all in the pilot. You have to get everyone. Are you gonna be hooked? Are, I mean, I still go back to one of my favorite pilots in years is the one for the Nick. Mm. I mean, it's just like what the fuck, man! Like, I need to watch this show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. apparently, that show, for whatever reason, like like people didn't watch it, but it's still one of the best shows. Right. I mean, the best Which two was weird, seasons because people like ever I, ever about it. Some people, want, but the people who did watch it. Love, love that it. show. Yeah, and that's what you want. You want people who are going to get hooked in and finish the series. I mean, to, to me, the thing that really got me in the show... Is it the title? Because I'm just like... No, it, it, it might have been. Because I was like, yeah, Because it wasn't yeah. clear what it was. Yeah, it but, no, yeah, but when people get nicked in the operating room, you know, they, they're fucking up. And <laughs> but so, see, I saw the nick, and I'm like, oh, you mean like Knickerbocker? Like Knickerbockers. Like old school New that's Yorker. true, because it is set in yeah. New York, and the, yeah. hosp- and the hospital is... So I was is like, the, oh, that's what it is. And the hospital is called the Knickerbocker Hospital. So not, it, not Knickerbocker. Knickerbocker. I just want to be clear, because there's some kind of random... Apparently only black people can go to that hospital. I said it quickly. But it's fantastic. I mean, I mean, to me, I just remember what made that show great to me is <clears> the first music cue that hits on that. Because it starts off and you're in like a, um, a opium den. And you meet Thackeray, and he's kind of all fucked up. And it's a glass menagerie, or something. You know, yeah. yeah, you're watching this, and this Asian Chinese woman <clears throat> wakes him up and goes, "It's she's, you know, she's like, you have to, you gotta go, you gotta go." And he gets up and he puts on these white fucking shoes, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Walking, and then he gets into this taxi. Curiosity. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. He, he gets into this taxi, and he pulls his shoe off. And he starts shooting cocaine in his and his foot between his toes, his toes. And at, yeah. the, at the same moment, this music cue pops in, and Soderbergh chose this really, really like almost like it's like by uh, it's Cliff Martinez kind of like 
you know, dance music of today, some EDM type of stuff to play in a movie, in a show set in the 1900s. And that clash mm-hmm. was like, I was like, oh shit, that's not what I expected. Like, but visually, you're shooting up your foot, right. and you're a doctor because you're saying, take me to the hospital. And yet, this music is just boom, boom, these three things hit real fast. And I was like, I need to watch more of this. Mm-hmm. That in itself, mm-hmm. let me go. I want to watch more of this. Yeah, right. You know, what, uh, I'm sorry. What period is this set again? It's set in, it's set in 1900, the year 1900. Okay, got it. Mm. Got it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and it was, and and then you meet the guy Algernon, this black dude, this black. I was going to ask you, lead, right? Like flowers for Algernon. Uh, yeah, I think you know Aww. it's like that. But he, yeah, he he essentially is the lead. Right. Uh, I mean, it, it's ostensibly played out as. Um, uh, Clive Owen's show, but yeah. the story is the story, the real arc of the thing. Well, maybe him and but it's you meet this guy. He's a black guy. He's a fantastic surgeon. He mm. studied in France, mm-hmm. but he's mm-hmm. from New York. And the people who and his the, his parents work for this. His parents are the servants at this really rich uh, family that owns the hospital, and 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 they sponsored him to become a surgeon, okay. and they sponsored him to, to study in France, and now he's back, and they're like, we want you to now be like the second in command at the Knickerbocker, Got it. and it's like, and and then the guy, oh. who's, the guy who's currently second in command is some is some super racist, and it's this uh, battle, right? They're like, oh, oh right fuck, away. no, we're not gonna have yeah. this type of Conflict shit, right and away. it's just right. like, and it's and it and it, and it feels like. Yes, it's 1900 with that time period, but the battle you're going through is so... It well, resonates well, today. Well, right. You go yeah. through yeah. now. It's still happening. And you get this insight into which... You get this insight into rich white people that no one would do today right. if it was a modern day thing because they're so brutal. They're talking about eugenics and we got to get rid of these niggers. And sh- I mean, right. it's really, really some wild ass shit. That's, that's worth and, watching because and, it's, yeah. it's and, reflective you know, of yeah. today's time. So fantastic. And on top of that, um, two seasons it two did? seasons yeah mm-hmm. on top of that you know it's, it's, I mean it's like every episode of shot by Steven Soderbergh is right. fucking amazing and it's like it's you think you've seen hospital stuff right but hospital stuff that we do in the modern era, oh, it's yeah, you know, it's very sanitized. It's super sanitized. Yeah, the fact right. the people fact, wearing white, you know, it's, no, no, yeah, people yeah. wearing whiteness, but the fact that they don't know anything yet right. is Where why it's fucking cool. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because like, let's, like, let's just cut it out. We're well, gonna cut the whole thing. Yeah, well, see, this is the thing. Like, 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 cut the whole leg. Sorry, his big, um, his big scientific thing. He's trying to figure out the like, Thackeray character. Is this? Thing called um, they're trying to do like uh, breech births and they can't figure out what the you know so these women will bleed out all the time because mm-hmm. they can't do certain things and it's like he's gonna cut this woman's stomach open in the opening the right when he, after he's high after he's shot up on the cocaine he's gotta go in and do a damn surgery. Okay, I'm watching this. Show. That's yeah. why it's dope yeah. shit. Yeah. That's why it's dope shit. And he's gonna cut this woman open. And you're like, motherfucker, you high? Yeah. <laughs> and she gotta bleed? And you guys don't know anything about fucking blood transfusions yet? Y'all fucking up. Y'all <laughs> at that point you're in at that point you're in see you're that's in. what I'm talking you know, about you're in, you're in. You know, oh, you're like man. oh shit you're in so, so I'm so not now. giving stuff three or four episodes I'm sorry I can't I, my time hey, is too precious I got true. shit I gotta do it's and if true. you didn't structure your pilot correctly you know I'm, I'm not in I'm not gonna give you a pass because so many people come from the film world and they think oh well I have plenty of time to get you don't the story. Get, you don't what is the thing show <laughs> me what it is right well, see, that. That, see, why? See, see to me why should I hang out with you who are the filmmakers who are coming and then they're making stuff that's not like, oh, I got time to do this? Because most of this, the stuff that, I mean, 
I don't know of too many film writers who who have shows on TV that I've seen. I mean, there probably are some. Yeah. There's more coming. There's too. more. Yeah. There's, I think there's, there's more coming. There's a bunch of pilots. But, you know. Well, yeah. There is the one that everybody, hmm? the one, the one hip-hop one. Like, the one that came out, was it last year? No. Well, th- there was also the one, uh, Vinyl. Right. Who wrote that? I don't know. Ted, uh, Ted Winter. There was the other show that was Who? like Vinyl, but it's the hip-hop one. Oh. Uh, I named my cat after one of the characters. Um, Oh boy. The, one the, the Get Down. The, the Get, get down. down. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, the Get Down. No, but no, okay, but okay, but 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 or the Baz Lur- Lerman yeah, show. The, yeah, that was the, the, get the Get Down. Yeah, but Baz Lerman's coming as the filmmaker and mm-hmm. and Scorsese who did vinyl, the pilot, but the guy who wrote that is the guy who wrote Wolf of Wall did not Wolf of Wall Street, he wrote the other thing. He wrote the the gangster thing before, right before Gangs the, New York? Gang, no, it was the gangster American, show. Ga- the, no. the gangster moots TV show that was on 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 um, that was on HBO right before that. The, with uh, uh, yeah, it was said in the nineteen twenties. The the, the, the oh, 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 yeah, the guy who wrote that. The guy okay. who did. Who did but no, what I'm saying is, where the screenwriters Shit, we ain't had nothing good since who, Boardwalk Empire. Who Shoot. are who, who are Thanks like you, writing shows and stuff like right. that? That's what I'm saying. We, we we don't see enough of those guys yet. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously Scott Frank with Godless, like he's one, mm-hmm. but I don't know any Netflix guys. Big Little Lies. Uh, David E. Kelly. Mm. Um, I th- I still think that the screenwriter who's a successful screenwriter hasn't transitioned to television with the power of the of the of the showrunners who have built their way up. I mean, right. I mean, I, I mean, I could be wrong. I just can't look. I'm gonna start paying more attention now. You know, because I feel like they're out there, yeah, and I'm like, I, I almost feel like I can almost sense it when I turn on something on Amazon. I'm like, mm, no. yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, because you because know, Craig Mason's got a show. I mean, he announced it a while ago, so that's coming. So, so he's a guy. So we, so we want to see that. Where did the Duffer Brothers come from? You know, Were they film guys? They before? did a movie. Yeah. yeah, this movie that almost nobody saw, but you know, but they still, the name yeah, of it. feature guys. The name of it. But they have a yeah. badass pitch. Yeah, did you see that thing? Yeah, someone had put that online yeah, yeah. about the they had pictures in there, yeah. references. I was like, good to know. We posted I, it on I our Facebook that. page. Yeah. Nice. yeah, the thing from Montauk. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, so yeah. everybody, give me, give me your your list and let's let's start wrap it, it up. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I, for me, I mean, I'm always behind, but whatever. But the best thing I saw this past year, and it has been out for a while, but The Crown season yeah. one, and now season two just dropped like. Mm. Two days ago, right. that thing is phenomenal. Right. But I love anything period, anything to do with the monarchy. Like Jeff Thorne was on Twitter going, "Why do we care about this girl getting engaged to Prince Harry?" Because the monarchy is important, bro. The monarchy. Is we have lived with a queen on that throne. I will never have another queen of England in my lifetime again. Right. This is not. It's just not going to work that way. And yeah, we just don't explore it enough. Mm. Female leadership in that capacity, right? Sure. The crown I, and and Ozark. Oh, I, I, oh I my like, god! I completely I like forgot about Ozark. Ozark, yeah, that would be on my list. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ozark right, cool. is is yeah, I love killing it. it. I watched. It I mean, I, again, through. and it's from the pilot. I was in as soon as the spoiler. Tell the dude people with the Ozark. Fell, dude gets right. t- thrown out like he just lands on the cement. Right. And the pilot, I was like, I'm in. What's <laughs> tell them what Ozark is so they know what the pitch. So a uh, nice white family up in Chicago, but the dad of the family is involved in money laundering, which I still, the mathematics of it, I'm still sort of trying to figure out how mm-hmm. that all works. But he ends up in a situation where he owes big Mexican gangsters right. some money, and so he's like, okay, well, I'll go down to the Ozarks and do this money laundering there, and then you get to see this piece of America that we never right. see, yeah. hardly ever right. in anything, even though I know they're sh- shooting in Atlanta. Right, right, right. right. Um, but still, there are some, sh- you have an actual lake, and it's just a different environment down there. And what I appreciate, different from what three billboards outside of every Missouri did, was 
that made some of the people in Missouri smart. Don't right. assume blue state stuck up right. people that everyone in the red state is a, is a redneck fool. Right. It's not the case. And mm-hmm. then all you do is continue to alienate. Girl, right. That uh, young blonde haired girl is gaming everybody right. constantly. Yeah. Right. She's dope. Right. Right. And because she had to, because she grew up with nothing. Right. She grew up with all these men. She right. had to be with some stupid three, men too. Four times right. step like, ahead. Right. Right. Let them teach me. Anything. Oh, I have to check out the Ozark then. Oh, Ozark is good. So good. Check it out. Where is that? What is that on? And Laura Lenny's in it too. It's on Netflix. 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 Okay. okay, she's great. Okay. And then my third pick is This Is Us. I'm still with okay. This Is Us. Mm-hmm. Like okay. you want to see a black, a real black family. I heard they turned what, it up this season. And what? Um, oh, my man was on Army Wives. I should know his. Sterling Brown is doing. Yeah, phenomenal. Right. So mm. those are my three TV picks. What yeah, this is us, the good place. Okay. I finally got into. Oh my good. god! That's I'm so I'm so mad that I was not on top of that show. <laughs> it's with Ted Danson and, and God, yes, Kristen Bell. It's smart. It's funny. It's so entertaining. It's like one of the most inclusive. Ca- it's just a, every character on there I really enjoy. And it's really rare for me. Usually like one or two characters, but every single character they bring their A game to it. And like they're on their second season. They just finished the second season. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, y'all check out the good place because it's that's it's, a half hour. Yes, yeah. it's funny, funny. Because of course funny. you know I was I was thinking dramas, but of course there's insecure. But I, in and it, I right hear yeah. it's thematically in the realm of like BoJack Horseman. Maybe. It's yeah, it's um, that's what I'm gonna say. Is, okay. is, 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 is my is, is one of my favorite shows this year. I I hardly ever watch half hour. Uh, right. I do watch half hour animation because I think there's a little free there's freedom in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And your man Paul Gio kept talking about Budget Horseman. Oh yes, and I was like, "What is he talking about?" Oh my god, it deals so, with just, that's on so Netflix. Much Netflix. So yes. I, I watched the pilot, maybe um, I don't know, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago when he was right. talking about it. I was like, "Oh fuck, he's right. This is good shit." Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm like halfway through. I think the second season, but mm-hmm. that's like that's yeah. my top show. It was in my top three. Um, I really like 13 Reasons Why. Okay. Um, I watched the pilot and like was interested in it. And then I was going to watch the second one and was like, I only got halfway through and turned it off. And uh-huh. I was like, what was I just talking so, about? But, but, it, but, but, but it was just, but, but it, was mm-hmm. just, it was just a time issue on that. Yeah. And, and then I went back and you didn't want to prioritize for it. And Cause it the, wasn't that good. No, cause there was, there were some movies to watch. So, uh, which, okay. which is always taking precedence. Right. Always, so, uh, but there was a time in the summer when my brother was out in India and I was like, okay, so I just had like some free time and shit like that. And I and the watched the rest of it, and it was really, really good. And it's like I also don't like teen shit at all. Right. Um, that's why I haven't got through all fucking uh, uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I, I I know I said it again. Um, and uh, <laughs> but this is really good. I really like that. Mm, so that mm. Bojack Horseman. Um, We're picking all Netflix shows. Have you noticed? But, Oddly enough, but there's but my but uh, he's also saying it's his favorite show. But on Netflix. one of my top shows. It's an old fucking show, Star Trek. Uh, but I started there. watching it this year. Earlier, I, wa- I watched it. I watched it all for the first four months of the year. It's this show called Spiral. That it's a French cop show, and I've not seen anything that that's good. That's that's good. There's not. There's, there's, What's it on? It's it's. I think it's on. It's on Amazon and on Netflix. 
it started off, I think, in 2008. There's four seasons. They're like every other year. So it was like 2008, 2010, 2012, something like that. Only they could do that. Um, they take a year off and come yeah. back. You know, it's yeah. like over a year. If your storytelling's um, that good, you know, people and, will wait. Hey, we will wait. I mean, it's awesome. It's all, I mean, it's cool in a lot of ways because, um, you know, like the lead of the show, it's just this, this elite cop unit. It's this woman. She, like, she's runs the cop unit. Right. Um, she's such a... She's such a hothead that you know, like her 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 temperament like causes a lot of problems, um, not not with her team but with her boss and when someone's fucking up cases. Mm-hmm. And there's a level of sexism that oh, I need to watch this that plays out. Reminds me of the old old prime suspect episode with Helen Mary, not the remake they tried to do here with with Anna or Yes, but but it's like the sexism that they play that the I mean look this is the thing I realized like as this Me Too stuff popped up everything like this you know I like I, I watched the, the the Paris Match magazine and stuff like that it's, so this stuff comes up and I see that like sexism and all this kind of shit plays out differently because because everyone's culture is slightly different right, right. it's all playing out wherever mm-hmm. you are but it, it it has different nuances and that was so fascinating about watching spiral is that the nuance of everything that's makes it french um although it's a police show is it, it's all it's always new the legal shit is new what cops can do is new mm-hmm. in terms of like mm-hmm. there's no miranda rights whatever mm-hmm. you say mm-hmm. when, you know it's mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. so it may when you're watching stuff Different because you can't guess how they're going to get out of it. Like right. you were saying earlier, like oh he's going to do this and the cops are going to do this and then the attorney's going to do this and they're, and they're done. No, they can't. It's different. Right. You know the rules of the rules of collecting fucking evidence is different. And uh, mm-hmm. and it, it's the cops, it's an attorney, and it's the 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 judge. So it's got this three prong like approach. Their version of law and order. Yeah. But yes, but a lot, but a lot better. Yeah, a lot better because the oh, and also because because each season is one crime too. Oh, uh, long know, hour. So okay, like, great. So Instead of episode of the week. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, really, great. Yeah, I will yeah. look for that because okay, I'm looking smart. for stuff with you know females <clears throat> and sexes. What you got? Um, that's pretty much. I, I mean, I, honestly, there wasn't nothing really. Okay. Just I, good, good place and. All I can say is Broadchurch season three is out uh, on Netflix, so I'm excited for that. And yes. I've been waiting like another year right. for it because it came out last year in Europe, but we have to wait right. a year for it to come up here. So I cannot wait. Sure. I got one more thirty minute because I, I wasn't thinking of thirty minutes because I don't like Chris. I don't watch a lot thirty minutes. Like yeah. I'm not watching uh, you know the two broke girls or whatever <laughs> I, 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 yeah, yeah. or no. Young Sheldon. I'm, I, it's You're not, my, not my cup of tea. All right, but every writer I feel like should. should, should it's gonna. It's going on season two right now. It's called Nobodies. Nobodies. And it was on TV Land. And it's about these three writers, and all about them having this script Nobodies. and this pitch. And they're running that. around town trying to get it made, and all the antics and hoops they jump through, like fighting with the agent. And um, and it got on TV, and it's about the. Industry. It is inside. It is inside baseball, really? and it's. I find it hilarious. The nobodies. Okay. Yeah, and and. And it's three white protagonists, right? But they do play on that in terms of like they will say stuff that the others challenge them on. Like, oh, that's kind of racist, dude. You can't really say that. And you know, anyway, it was it's on just TV. Nobody's or the nobodies. Nobody's. 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 So nobody. Okay, I see it. <clears throat> okay, and it was on TV Land first season, but it's moving to Paramount Network for season two. Really? 
Why they're doing that, I don't know. Melissa McCarthy is one of the executive producers, along with her husband. I can't remember his name, but he's in the show a lot, and she yeah. appears on the ben show. Falcone. But I'm telling you, it's so yeah. inside yeah. baseball and the, and just the foolishness that goes on. We're trying to make a sale, actually trying to get in the pitch, and then yeah. make the sale, and then attach somebody, and then oh no, Melissa, Melissa McCarthy is falling out. So let's go get Kristen Bell. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of guest stars that come pop in on this thing. Is, uh, I found like I, I found it, it so funny. Okay. I found See, that's so what I like about Bojack Horseman too. Like, like, like that show has got a. It made me think of that when you brought up Bojack. Yeah, it's it's like, got oh. an interesting, got an inside shit, and every fucking person imaginable is guest starring on Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Man, yeah. fucking uh, uh, Angela Bassett, Tessa Thompson. Wow. I'm like, y'all really <laughs> doing this thing? You know, <laughs> it was funny. What's really funny is. Um, Keegan, you know, from right. Keen Peel, he got a little, like, a couple episodes. He plays this, uh, uh, this cat. I can't remember his name. He's like some colonel type of, he's some British colonel right. out in, like, you know, like Uganda or some shit trying to save the world. And, like, the voice he does is so funny. And he's just, like, this self centered kind of, um, like, philanthropist, billionaire. It's fucking hilarious. He's mm. hilarious in it. That's what's up. Cool. All right. Well, thank y'all. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So where you at, Linnell? You can <clears throat> find me on Twitter at Linnell White, L Y N E L L E W H I T E. Cool. That's it. How's it? How's it going with your um, class and stuff? Your film film uh, film independent. Uh, the lab. The lab's over. Um, we got to pitch to Netflix, and then so we're sent. Like I had to rewrite my script, and then we're gonna send all. Our Tell the kids to what it was and how it worked. So um, yeah, film independent. Keep your eye out because they're gonna open submissions pretty soon here for the next round. But mm. they have realized that the indie film space is not what it was. Um, in terms of artistic development, there just aren't as many opportunities to yeah. sort of get your project going in the indie <laughs> film space. So they decide this year, like a lot of other places, we're going to do an episodic lab that focuses on TV. So you're the first So I was in the first, first class. class. There was six okay. of us. They picked six projects, and mine was one of them. Mm-hmm. And Netflix sponsored the lab, so which meant that we got to go over there and mm-hmm. meet yeah. Peter, Peter Freelander, okay. the VP of Original Series, and we got to meet, like, like the, I told you, the showrunner of um, Narcos, right. Eric Newman. Right. And we had some production companies come in that we got to pitch to. One of the biggest things in the lab that I learned, and I kind of poo-pooed this and said, oh, bullshit, and I'm not doing it. But the lab, yeah, we got notes on our scripts, and that's great. And then, you know, you're going to need to go back and rewrite, whatever. But the biggest thing we did out of there was to develop a mini pitch, like a seven-minute pitch of what the fuck is your show. Love it. Because you can use that in, like, a general meeting Mm -hmm. where you don't want to get into, like, the freaking... 30 minutes like you yeah. don't have a, right. episode have one to is gonna be the this world and shit, episode right. one is gonna be this. like you do that at a subsequent meeting the right. first you know time you're talking about it people's attention span and when you don't have like a laptop or you don't have you know your your pictures or whatever mm-hmm. to really keep people engaged in the pitch mm-hmm. you do a seven minute thing that really talks about your connection to material why right. you're the one to write it always start key with connection. character relationships right. So set up a couple of the characters and then how their dyna- the dynamic between those two characters and the dynamic between their friends and family or mm-hmm. whoever else is in their universe, right? Mm-hmm. And then why is this show relevant now? Right. You do that in like seven minutes and that's probably all you're going to have time for. And then they'll be like, okay, we want to see it. Right. You know? So that was, it was really sure. good to come out of there, which I thought would not be actual currency, this right. mini pitch. But I found that I ended up rewriting it. and I was thinking that and hey. when you said that. Yeah. Because the, why does this character connect yes. to this? I thought it would make yes. you start to go, whoa. I, I, I wrote it all out. Right. And I, mind you, when I was pitching it, 
I did not read it word for word. Right. I had it as a as reference material, mm-hmm. and then I would make eye, ta- right. eye contact with whoever's pitching to, and then like refer back down to it. And then the, and, and I had it broken up in different segments, you know. So this is my. So connection. it's easy for you to read exactly, and follow, or, right? or, so I don't get lost. So right. Start off with you know my background, my connection to the material, mm-hmm. and then why is this why is this important right now? What's right. This, what's the current situation? And then here's. Log line, write out your log line and just say it. Mm-hmm. Here's a because that'll that's that'll get you on safe ground anyway, right? Right. Because right. sometimes it's like you forget to say the log line and then you start off going into characters <laughs> right. and we're all lo- adrift, like, adrift at sea. Again? Yeah, we're adrift at sea. <laughs> exactly. So start off with that <laughs> log line in there pretty early, <laughs> right? But yeah, I kept I rewrote it and every time I pitch it to different people and get feedback. I'd go change it again and it was frustrating, but I'm telling you, like develop like and it was only a two page document. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, just, wow. you know, here's the thing about the, the pitching in general and about, you know, uh, what you bring in. I mean, I think there's a, there's a really weird misconception that you can't bring in materials. You can to, totally bring to in refer to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to <clears throat> you have to do that. I mean, you, you I mean, if you do it right, I mean, look, the people people aren't going to care how you presented the story to them. Right. They just want to know. They want I mean, to remember. Yeah, they want to remember. And and, mm-hmm. and, and if you try to mem- memorize it all, which some some people can do, um, then, I mean, there's a lot more. There's a lot more work you have to do. I think you're working too hard at that point. You come in and show people material, show people pitches, show people f- photography, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, if I got cards, I mean, I remember Michael Oles Palmer showing me this thing he would do where he would, you know, he used to write speeches for. I think in the Clinton administration or some shit like that. And he just had like, you know, he'd write it out on like 18 point font, like double space 18 point, which is like, you know, probably five That's lines, big. like five right. lines a page. Mm-hmm. But he's able to go read and go, oh, this. And, and then he's like, he can glance at it, but then talk to you. And I was like, oh, because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like what they right. do on, 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 like, on like a, a teleprompter. Tel- teleprompter. Exactly. And I was like, oh, oh, I see. And then also like he's, he was saying something to me where he was like, you know, like whatever you say when you pitch, doesn't matter the mini pitch over it is, because you're talking and telling a story, that's also the first insight they have to your writing style. Right. Yes. So you got to give them that in a way to go, oh, so... In the tone of the, yes. the story. Yeah, the, the tone know. of the world right. is very important. So, so, if, yeah. so, if, if, so if your thing is funny, you got to be funny. If, if, you're, if you're a writer who uses like, you know, like poetic type language or, you know, whatever it is, like that's also got to be part of your pitch in a sense. So when they pick up your yeah. material, they're like, oh, okay, shit, yeah. this is... This matches right. what we got. Yeah, because right. he's that's saying that she... Like, right. like yeah. she's saying she can write this and she's the best one to write it. Well, shit, it's right there on the page. Right. Also, don't give them every beat of your... Of your like, I was pitching a pilot. I don't need to give them every bit of the story. I gave them like the setup, mm-hmm. and then I gave them like ending. Here's how we resolve it. Because that's all I had time for. The, mm-hmm. the beauty of the 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 timeline of like, hey, I only got like a couple minutes to mm-hmm. get in this. Is I I knew I couldn't go through. Here's everything that happens right. in the pilot. Like I had to just sort of jump from here are the characters, here's their dynamic, here's their world, here's their struggle, and then the end. Bada 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 bing. Right. You know? Yeah. Good. Wow. So that's useful. Well, you right, Chris. <clears throat> you know I'm at uh, Unauthorized CBD On Twitter And on <laughs> Twitter. Instagram okay, I've been meaning To ask this question and, On the gram uh, What is I'll, I'll explain later And then you can get <laughs> Oh me I've, been, I've been I've been blown off Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still talking um, you Oh also, But oh, you oh, You did him Over Lisa earlier But now it's That was involuntary That was involuntary um, Continue And then I'm at Shadowboxer Cinema Which you can get At ShadowboxerCinema.net Or at DerekBrothers.com Cool Lisa. And the B is just Your, your middle name right 
The B, yes, yeah. that is my middle name. Yes, no, that's, what, that's not what I was going to ask, but we'll okay, talk about so later. Now, what's your question? No, I'm not going to ask you now. We're done. <laughs> I was just no, we're going to. Uh, I was. You can find me. You can find me. You at least. What fresh hell is this? <laughs> oh, these people. Oh, wow. on Twitter. What fresh hell is this? Oh my God, right. we didn't do your. Oh, oh man, shit. you forgot to tell we us. We got to do it next week. Okay, next time. Oh, I mean, what's this? We were going to do it. Don't sleep on two pages. You want to read two pages? It's late. All right. No, nah, we're. Uh, I'm not reading read read nothing now that you silenced me and poo pooed me and treated me like, you know, garbage, but that's all right. I want to have time to talk about it. And yes. Really, you know, like, so, it? so, what was the B? No? You're going to tell us? Okay. What? The B? What? Yeah. It's your middle name. I wasn't. It is my middle name, yeah. That's I'm not, not interested in that. That's no, not, that's, that's not the part I'm scared. interested in, but I got silenced, so I'm just going to be unauthorized. See, she waited until I finished speaking and then she asked me. Oh, right, right. Okay. But it was it was happening. There's we, something called decorum. But see, everyone talking. on this show interrupts each other and all see, the damn and time, see folks, constantly. And folks, constantly. but this when is, it comes to me, I'm supposed this to be. Is, this is why we you know, need sponsorship nice to everybody. Wait, this is why we, standard. we need a fancy sponsorship so we can have our dinner show <laughs> where we have where we talk about this and have dinner, and you can actually film us mm-hmm. when we go at it. What's this? We're trying to make. A dinner, like the idea you were talking about, we've been talking about for a while, filming. Oh, like what okay. Chelsea Handler did with the round, like well, the we're not gonna dinner mention, table. We're not going to mention we'll talk, her name, we'll but better. <clears throat> but better. Oh, no. My I, manager, had the, I had the idea for the cookout. Yes. You saw that. Yes. I My manager yes. currently has me developing a show mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. that she wants us to shoot as a pilot. Mm-hmm. She thinks she can sell it. So we, y'all got to get y'all relationship repaired. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She knows I'm standing in the back might, at all I times. Might. She knows that. I mean, come on now. Come on now. I mean, you know. Anywho, that's man us. man's still bringing his sisters down. That's See us. what I'm talking about? That's us. What? I, was, I was speaking. I'm not bringing no sisters down. I'm not bringing no sisters down. <laughs> Freaking. I'm a cinephile. I was speaking. I never said I'm a How cinephile. dare you? I never say that. But that's you talk us. like one but people, all the time. People, people say that to me. I saw this thing made you by... You are a cinephile. Yeah. Damn it. I'm not me. saying that I'm not, but I, but, but, but I never proclaim it. Okay. But you you are. Because that you makes it like any one. different. <laughs> I saw this thing that these Eskimos made. You know, it's really dope. You know, I mean, you we talk gotta about have really obscure show. stuff. I love like, that. It's interesting. You have to see obscure stuff. <laughs> this is, okay, wait a minute. See? <laughs> He's bringing out the journal, y'all. So He's bringing out the shit. journal. Uh-oh. Who just said this? I saw the other day. It was one of the coolest things I, saw, I read. I wrote it down. Um, um, he is so me on the weekend. I have my little journal. All right. I love it. I can't remember who said it, but it was somebody. So I am your host. Yeah, we're going to wrap this up while he's digging through his journal, his chicken scratch. It better be some important shit. That's what he's going. We're we're wrapping up the show. It's a two-hour show. You guys can find me on Twitter (laughs) at Hillier Guest. You guys can follow the show. Screenwriters RR on Twitter. Any questions, screenwritersrentroom at gmail.com. Please tell everybody how much Chris is a cinephile. Um, <laughs> and also kind of persnickety right. That's okay We love that With a little attitude We love mm-hmm. that Entitled I love that Very little attitude <laughs> Oh please <laughs> I get it even in the text messages And the Facebook right. post all the Loses attitude All the okay. exclamation <laughs> points <laughs> Okay oh, He's got the quote What's the quote Okay It's by um, Hakuru uh, 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 Kami. Mm. If you If you only read the books That everyone else is reading then you then you can only think on um, what everyone else is thinking. So see the movies that no one else is seeing. You had to write that shit down. <laughs> I know it's not 
profound. No, no. You didn't remember that? No, no. but he had the name of the person, though. Because oh, yeah, the, the name of the person. person. Yes. The proper quote of yes. it all. You want to yes. attribute followers to. So I can attribute it. Yes. Our, um, <clears throat> please go on iTunes, <laughs> give us a five star review because we need oh, that we're like, metrics. We're like like this this dysfunctional sibling family. We are of crazy. <laughs> See, that's, you know what? That's why I don't talk to people. <laughs> don't get mad. Tomorrow. Oh, here we go. Now we're gonna retreat into you know isolation. I love it. So <laughs> I was the one that got told to shut the fuck up. <gasps> Who said that? I didn't curse that no. time. Oh, you right. <laughs> he did not. You did bomb that time. He did not. It's like I'm speaking. <laughs> I am Chris. Follow I'm us saying. on follow us on Facebook. You ain't one of the Chrises. <laughs> Okay. Follow us on Instagram. You ain't one of the. Okay, y'all us. bitches are talking over all the information. <laughs> People are gonna be like, "What are y'all at?" Hi, <laughs> we we we're where now? We it's time for me to lean back. It's time for us. Lean back. Lean, lean back. back. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, know how we do it on the rap room. She ain't gonna say it anyway. Mm-mm. So <laughs> on the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what y'all what kind of except t-shirt. for that Lanelle other white. <laughs> She got the nails up in her hand. <laughs> like the Grinch or something. So like, let me tell y'all. Hey, Child people. Merry Christmas to y'all because it's going to drop out around that time. Peace. I'm going to say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. Red Room. Red Room.